My name is James Rowlands. As a child, I was a die-hard wrestling fan. And my love never faded. A year ago, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White. Since then, we watched the very best the WWE Nurk has to offer by watching something then, now and forever and see if it's worth the 9 99 a month. One day, we'll have watched everything on the network. But until then, we are with you. And we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 81 today, and just before Christmas, we have WWE Roadblock End of the Line. And Dan, are you looking forward to the event? I am. I'm looking forward to watching Roadblock. I'm not looking forward to watching Roadblock End of the Line. <laughs> What's the point in doing all that shit? You don't need it. No, you, you really don't. But maybe that, um, just because we had a Roadblock earlier in the year, didn't we? Maybe the End of the Line. Well, is this it, is it, where all like rivalries finish up and, you know, everything gets tied up into a no- nice little package. Ready for Raw Rumble. Well, yeah, exactly. Ready for the New Year WrestleMania season. But we'll see what happens as the show goes on. But what better way to kick off then with kickoff? Oh. And the first, oh, the kickoff match, Dan, is? It is, we have the Bulgarian brute, Rusev, going against the guy, Big Cass. Yes, and uh, predictions for this, Dan, who have you gone for? As we've discovered in kickoff matches. Gone for the face. Yes, exactly. The, the face should win every time. And I mean, against Rusev as well. With the rivalry with Enzo, I've gone big Cass. I think Enzo will get involved and cost Rusev, maybe. What have you thought of this mini feud between like Enzo, Rusev, big Cass involved as well? It's been good. Has there been one? I haven't even... I uh, have you not been... Oh, you don't watch Raw, do you? Well, no, I've given up with Raw. Well, uh, Enzo and Lana were seen backstage, you know, talking to each other. And then Lana offered uh, Enzo a chance to go back to a hotel room, maybe a little summer summit. Uh, of course, Enzo went back and it was a setup for Rusev to attack and injure Enzo. Ah. And of course, his mate Big Cass is uh, not very happy with this. And this is why they're having a the match now. Enzo's still recovering. Lana, you know, what every woman is in wrestling, barring a few, uh, never trust them. They always betray you and stab you in the back. You go back and look at it. Every woman usually does that. Trish Stratus, Lita. Uh, you know, Charlotte, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, never trust a woman. But, I mean, two big guys, if we talk about Rusev, I mean, he's been so underutilised here on Raw with a kickoff with Big Cass. It it seems like they want him to go the way of Wade Barrett and Alberto Del Rio. It seems like a slap in the face, doesn't it? It does, yeah, but not reaching the heights that Alberto Del Rio. I mean, at least ADR won a Rumble, won the heavyweight yeah. gold, won money in the bank. So, you know, he's got a few little accolades under his belt, but... <laughs> Accolade. <laughs> oh, I'll just throw him in there about even now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Wade Barrett didn't get much more than an Intercontinental title. He was the leader of Nexus for a little while. We had a storyline with John Cena as part of the Nexus, but Cena buried the Nexus, yeah, shall we exactly, say. Yeah, we had comments of that um, from Ryback the other day through the rumour grapevine that, yeah, that. 
But I think with Rusev, like I say, former United States champion, it's been in big feuds with people like John Cena, but always on the losing end, isn't it? Do you think he can get more? Do you think there's yeah. more for Rusev to grasp? Yeah, I think Rusev's definitely got main event potential. Um, definitely as it goes along, but the way WWE treat them at the moment, I don't know if they feel that. You know, I hope they don't give up on Rusev. As we see in the early goal in this match, Big Cass has been in complete control, hasn't he? He has, yes, with a majority of shoulder blocks and big kicks. Yeah, not a lot of offence, but he's got Rusev on the back foot. Oh, going for another big boot, but Rusev backing out of the ring, trying to get some separation between the two. Keys to victory, James? Well, keys to victory, I think Big Cass has to watch Lana, make sure he doesn't attract him. I think with Rusev, he's got to be careful of Enzo, and at the moment, Rusev looks like he's hightailing it out of the ring. So what's normally Rusev's advantage has become like a level playing field because they've both got a man in their corner, shall we say? Yeah, exactly. As they're brawling now into the fans. That's it, count out. We saw him brawling in the crowd. They came back in. Rusev attacked Enzo and that distracted Big Cass long enough for Rusev to get back in the ring because the referee was counting before the 10 count. So Rusev wins and my perfect score is over before it starts. Um, can I just say as well that End of the line, tying everything up. I don't think that's tied anything <laughs> up. It's a kickoff match, yeah. and it's it's not tied anything up. And for me, that rivalry seems wide open. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's got to be the worst kickoff match. I think it has, yeah. Yeah, that that uh, well, like you said, that the rivalry will continue. This is not the end of the line for that. I mean, I'm not even. There wasn't a match to talk about, really, was no, there? No, no, it was. There was no attempt at finishes. I think it was protecting both wrestlers, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't really get hurt. Didn't really have much altercation between the two as well. Let's hope that that is just a mere speed bump in the smooth road that is... Roadblock. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like I say, we'll forget about kickoff now and we'll move on to the main show. Of course, it is Sunday, the 18th of December, 2016. Roadblock, end of the line. Let's have a look at the promo video. Jericho. 
just when you think these two can't raise the bar any higher. How about we make history yet again? The 30-minute Iron Man match. No rematch clause. It will be the end of the line. So, Dan, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's mainly focused on Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, you know, their bid for the big title. Um, and then you see, like, Kevin Owens, and you see him and you see Kevin Owens and Jericho, you see their split. Then you see Rollins getting involved, you know, his side of things, making a Jericho match. You saw a brief insight into Charlotte and Sasha Banks as well. I mean, they've had quite a long rivalry. Is it going to be the end of the line for things? Well, I mean, is this going to be the end of New Day's line? Well, we'll see what happens. And we should say, quickly, prediction-wise, on that first match, we didn't get a point, so we start off zero apiece into this one. And you talk about New Day. Yes, we've just seen the New Day coming out. The longest-reigning WWE Tag Team Champions. How long have they held the titles for, Dan? Currently standing at 483 days. Wow, that is quite incredible. Of course, beating them this Tuesday after defending it twice on Monday Night Raw. And both in Fatal 4 Ways yeah. as well, or 4-Way Eliminations. Triple threats. Triple threats. Yeah, yeah I mean, so they, they've had, it's, it's been put in front of them and they, they've done well and we see Byron Saxton, I've called Corey, Corey Graves even, Corey Graves on commentary. I'm really becoming a fan of Corey Graves. I think he's one of the best commentators. I would see him and Mario Ranallo, you know the guys who do 205 Live, as the announced team now anyway. But yeah, we start off and it is tag team action and we see Seamus and Cesaro with their new tag entrance. That's pretty cool. But what are your thoughts on Seamus and Cesaro's chance is tonight, Dan? You know, I think Cesaro's a brilliant wrestler. Uh, I think there's a lot more for him on the horizon. Yes, yeah. With Seamus, I think he's more on the downward curve as Cesaro's on the upward curve of his peak. Yeah. No disrespect to Seamus because, you know, I think it was earlier this year. Well, at the end of last year, he was champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this time last year, he was champion. And the match started quickly with Cesaro with a running drop kick on Kofi Kingston. Then a big uppercut as well. Make that two, and I think been done with early on. Well, like we say, Cesaro and Sheamus are an interesting tag team. Not a proper tag team, are they? But they've done well. Well, with, they've, you know. they've started to become a proper tag team. I mean, since Mick Foley put them together after their best of seven set, you know, they've really been seen apart. Yeah, and a fantastic move there. Both tried catapult each other. Both men land on their feet. Uh, yeah, so prediction-wise with this, who have you gone for? I have gone, because New Day have now passed Demolition's record, new tag team champs. Oh, you think Seamus and Cesaro will get the job done? I think they will do, yeah, because, you know, they. I think they both need something. Seamus, he's been a bit quiet, as has Cesaro of late. So, you know, I think, and, you know, you heard the crowd for New Day. I don't think they need it. Oh, no, they are uh, very popular. But, I mean, what happens to New Day, though, after they, if they do lose their tag team titles? Do you? Well, they'd get a rematch. I, I'm not sure how they fare up going against, you know, a heel-slash-face team combo, really, as well. Yeah, no, it's a bit interesting, isn't it? We don't know if Sheamus has actually turned face, like you say, or Cesaro is, or what's going on. You expect it to implode. Uh, and Sheamus takes out Biggie Langston's corner, thus... Leaving no one for Kofi to tag, and Seamus has now tagged in his partner, the Swiss Superman Cesaro, who landed a couple of big moves, followed by a big uppercut, and now goes for the pin count. 
Is he going to get it? No, kick out. Uh. And like I was saying, though, I mean, yeah, it is too predictable. The New Day losing the titles maybe so soon. I would love to see, uh, like, the Revival coming up on the main roster and beating the New Day for that. Because it's an achievement as well, isn't it? You know, the guys that beat the longest reigning tag champions as opposed to anything else. Well, do you not think wrestlers, well, <laughs> at least Cesaro deserves something like that? Yeah, but I, don't, I think Cesaro deserves a single title as opposed to a, a tag title with, with Sheamus. But they seem to be working quite well at the moment, haven't they? They've started off strong against the New Day. I mean, you know, New Day always stand with an extra man in their corner, but, you know, it's he's been relatively quiet. Yeah, I mean, keys to, keys to victory for Sheamus and Cesaro becoming new champs. I think they've just got to stick together, try not to implode, as you so think they will do. Um and just try and stay away from Xavier Woods as well, because, you know, the third man, he always brings it into, like, you know, he always brings something into the match. Yeah, and uh, they're trying to keep Biggie down, but he's back in the ring now. Oh, hell. and back out of it, spearing <laughs> Sheamus off the side apron. Come on now, Biggie, go on. And what have you thought of the new day? We've, we've talked about him, I think, a lot as Biggie goes for the splash, going to try and get the pin. I mean, have you been impressed by New Day? Do they need to go in a new direction for you? No, I think I think they're doing all right as as they are. You know, they're they're entertaining. I think I've I, I completely underestimated Xavier Woods. I think he's a brilliant wrestler, and you know, I just thought he was always a trumpet man. But seeing him in the ring, you know, he's a great technician and that. And Big E, I think there could be more to, for him to come on the horizon. Yeah. And Kofi, I think he's going to be mainly used if New Day disband to push new talent. Yeah, I, th- I think Big E has been around for years, isn't he? He's accomplished everything there is to really accomplish as a WWE mid-carder. I mean, barring Rumble wins, Money in the Bank, or you know, a world title run, I don't think Kofi could do anything else, and I think... Yeah, but you can't tell me that you don't remember his Rumble moments better than the finish of... Oh Rumbles. yeah, don't get me wrong, but like I say, will they Pogo do that with in him now? JBL's chair across? Yeah, no, it's yeah, fair. And, and Biggie, like I say, with a power, and he running power bombed Sheamus there. Couldn't get the pin, but Sheamus managed to in Cesaro. Oh, Ooh. devastating! That's like a white noise into white noise, yeah. yeah. If Cesaro helping with the impact down, keeping Biggie. And do you think Cesaro and Sheamus are right to try and target Biggie because he is the strongest member of New Day? And again, Cesaro, yeah, I think sorry, you know with. Targeting Big E, not only that is the more veteran Kofi is left on the outside as well. I think he's the more intelligent of the two. Not taking anything away from Biggie Langston, but he's more power. And you shut that power down, he can't do a lot. Yeah, and Cesaro's been on fire. Biggie trying to dump him. Cesaro lands on his feet and took him out with a beautiful springboard uppercut. Ooh, oh, trying to go for the Cesaro swing, but Kofi in to break that up. Yeah, well, she looked like Sheamus was going after Kofi and accidentally hit Cesaro. We told about. Oh! We talked about that. We just talked about Big E throwing Woods, throwing Cesaro into Woods with a kick. Go on, Seamus. Get in there, Seamus. Big ending. Get in there. Yes. Oh. Yes, Cesaro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fought then, didn't you? <laughs> 5p, 50p, 5p, 50p. <laughs> I mean, this little set too with Woods getting involved, kicking uh, Cesaro across the head, setting Cesaro, you know, helping set yeah, Cesaro yeah. up for the big ending. And a close two count. I thought Sheamus was going to get in there to break it up, but Cesaro managing to get the shoulder up. Ooh. And Kingston delivering a big kick to Sheamus, keeping him quite on the outside, and they're just both targeting on 
Cesaro. A big ending tag finisher, maybe. Oh, no. Sheamus had Kingston's foot and Cesaro held up Biggie Langston. Oh. Frankensteiner off the top. Cesaro rolls through. Swing time, baby. Cesaro is like Sheamus' haircut. He's Bro on kick on the outside to Big E. This is going to be over, baby. Woods is still there. Woods is still there. Woods can't do shit without the referee seeing. Kofi is going round and round. And a shout out to Tyson, kid. Oh, yeah. He's former tag team partner. Looking to win goal with his new partner, Sheamus. There no, you go. no, no. Woods distracted. It's tapping. No, Woods distracted with Francesca too. <sighs> Sheamus chasing after... Woods on the outside. Was Kofi tapping there? Yeah, he was. No, I, don't, I, I didn't Both see fans. I don't want to be a Bobby Heenan. No, no, Kofi no. Yes. Sure, no. no. Kofi tried to roll up Cesaro. Cesaro powering out of it now. Powering through and picks up Kingston. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. Switches him around. Styles clash. No. Neutralizer. Neutralizer. Oh, no. Cesaro turned it to the neutralizer. One. One. Two. two Biggie. <laughs> and a kick. Well, and an interruption. Oh, what? <laughs> two <laughs> Big E coming to save the day for the new day Cesaro there beautiful had him in like a put him into the neutralizer like yes, we say had him in the neutralizer and I thought that was going to be it oh, oh no Big E throws to the outside by Cesaro Seamus getting the blind tag oh. Cesaro going flying over the top taking Big E out beautiful corkscrew fella Dad, you need to bring it down a little bit corkscrew splash to the outside Cesaro and Big E Sheamus oh. went for the bro kick and Woods caught Taking it instead. The SOS by Kofi. No. Got Sheamus. No. He's got who? No, yes! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thought this means nothing to you, these predictions. They don't. <laughs> oh, my God. How close was that? Now Sheamus and Kofi, legal men down on the inside. Cesaro trying to go up to his corner. But Woods, uh, that's the second time he's got involved. Taking the fall for... Kingston. And like we, you said, the keys to victory. Woods' role in this is vital. And Sheamus looked for tag Cesaro. And Cesaro didn't get no the tag. tag. He dodged it, got hit with ah. trouble in paradise. He's not the legal man. No. Sheamus. No. One, two, three. Yes. What clever strategy there by Cesaro. Not getting the tag in. Coming in anyway, getting hit by the trouble in paradise. And Sheamus taking advantage of that. Good tag team in there. But Dan... You must happy as a pig in shit now. You know, well, <laughs> don't want to say, but told it. Well, your man Cesaro is tag team champion. Woods and New Day got to say goodbye to this after 483 days, finally giving the titles to Sheamus and Cesaro. <laughs> uh, honestly, well, there we go then. They that did was a brilliant it. fucking match though, wasn't it? Was it? Really good. Opening, a lot of yeah. backwards and forwards. I didn't know which way it was going to go. And I actually... Halfway through that match, I thought it was going to go to the new day. Yeah. Well, fair play to both teams. And yeah, probably the best Raw tag team division, tag team match this year. Um, is it st- still too late to put in a candidate for match of the year? <laughs> well, <laughs> we shall see next week at the Christmas episode. But right now, the new day in the ring holding the tag team titles for the last time. And they hand them over. Big hugs all round. Well, for Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. Seamus. Not so much, but... Fair well, play to the New Day passing over the titles and, and Sheamus saying, no, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I want both. But wasn't that nice, though? Cesaro <laughs> and the New Day, a lot of respect there. A lot of mutual respect, yeah. Cesaro going to the Cesaro section. <laughs> He's in the fans and he's tag team champion now. 
both titles <laughs> Sheamus has got in his hands. Oh, look at him. Look how happy he is. So, on to the, uh, on to, on to the predictions. Shall we just go there? Uh, what a great match that was, Dan. I mean... Excluding pre-show. We, we get pre-show out of this. Kick-off, because we don't really count that as a match. I don't know. And we start the scores that. again now. <laughs> have you got a point yet? Uh, I have not got a point, Dan. No. You get the first point of the night. Uh, and yes, Seamus is like, well done to you. And Seamus is Cesaro, <laughs> tag team champions. And oh, there we go. Cesaro running up the entranceway, taking that belt off Seamus whilst he can. You know, an Irishman might give up gold easy. Ah, me gold, me gold. Me Jesus, top of the morning to you. Oh, look. And a big celebration, but Seamus pushing <laughs> off Cesaro. Backstage, you see Kevin Owens. And he's not the best of moves tonight as he defends the Universal title against Reigns. You know, he has always been helped by Chris Jericho, whether he needed it or not, which I believe the argument was about. And like you say, yeah, I just <laughs> want to apologise to Jericho. But I think the match between Jericho and Rollins is a number one contenders match, isn't it? That's so what it can, said um, on Wikipedia, yeah. yeah. So, But Owens wanted to make it up to Jericho after the shenanigans on Monday night. He's got my Christmas present. I wonder what it could be. Oh, it's a holiday scarf. Jericho maybe going to come to an end. Exactly. Through Jericho threw the scarf in the air. Tonight, Owens might have to fend for himself against Reigns. Is it the end of the line for Jericho and Owens? It could be. Oh, look, this is the first advert for it. Well, I used to love as a kid seeing the first advert. Is it like the Coca-Cola advert for you? Yeah, for me. (laughs) You knew it was that time of year. Royal Rumble's coming. Royal Rumble's (laughs) coming. you see the Rumble and you thought, yeah, man, that's the next one, isn't it? The Royal Rumble match. But the next match as we carry on with Roadblock is Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. Strowman challenging Zayn to a 10-minute match. I don't know if he's like, look, if you last more than 10 minutes... You get the victory. My seeing of it is is that Foley has said he doesn't want to put Zayn in a match with Strowman because it wouldn't be a contest. And Foley has challenged Sami Zayn to say, if you can last 10 minutes with Braun Strowman, then, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. You know, there's your opportunity there. So he's having a match against Strowman to prove himself worthy of being in a match with Strowman. Basically, to prove that he could last because Foley thinks it's just going to be a complete destruction. And as we've seen on the build-up to Raw with Sami Zayn saying it, the, on Raw, really intense Zayn and Foley worked well together, didn't they? Yeah. Sammy Zayn has 10 minutes to prove to the WWE Universe just who the hell he is. Can he last 10 minutes? I mean, that's the question. But like we say, Zayn shows the passion and the fire, deserves to be treated as such in Raw. Mick Foley's there as well. But does he stand as a chance, Dan? Prediction-wise, who have you gone for? I've gone for a draw. Sammy Zayn will survive 10 minutes. Well, it, I thought it would be classed as a draw if it goes to the 10-minute time limit. Like, say, if it's a 30-minute match and it goes to 30 minutes, it'd be a draw, wouldn't it? Well, I am going Sami Zayn lasts the 10 minutes and gets the victory for that. Or not victory, but Sami Zayn lasts the 10 minutes. Yeah, Sammy so Zane. basically the same as what I've gone for. Yeah. Same. <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> no, but you put a little bit extra down. You put... <clears throat> then he gets beaten the shit out of after. You put Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. They got, they got, they won their match, they didn't won. they? Draw. Sammy Bents ten minute gets Sammy. beats after. That's what yeah. you put. So you reckon he's getting beaten down afterwards, eh? He's gonna last the time, but he's gonna get beaten down. Oh, interesting little fact, Dan. Do you know who eliminates Sammy Zayn in the Royal Rumble match? No, I don't. Well, it was in fact Braun Strowman. Oh, see, the old wrestling would have used this <laughs> as a selling point for the match. <laughs> yeah. 
Just over 11 months ago, you eliminated me from the Rumble. Who would have thought that they would have been meeting up on pay-per-view at the end of the year, these two men? And it's interesting tonight as well, with two matches tonight, we're both going to have a time limit. We're going to have a half-hour time limit on the women's match. We've got 10 minutes on this match. I mean, does it make the match more intense as we count down? Do you know what I mean? Will that make it? I think it does a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it adds a bit of intensity to it. That's making it more intense. It does indeed. And Braun Strowman debuted. When did he debut, Dan? When did he debut? Braun Strowman debuted August 24th last year. Mm. 2015. So he's only been around for a year or such. How's he fared without the Whites? I think well, he, he looks more powerful than Bray Wyatt does. Um, you know, he's, I know that's his main selling point is his power. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's certainly done the part. I don't think matches like this do him much justice. You know, because like Sami Zayn, if he can last a 10 minutes, does that take something away from Braun Strowman? You know, does it take something away from Sami Zayn? Because he was going from match of the years, like, you know, in NXT. He had brilliant matches in NXT to this. He's not really been given a good hand. I mean, you know, he started off going against John Cena, got injured, come back, had a rivalry with Kevin Owens, had a Well, he's got in a rivalry with Braun Strowman. It's not really... Yeah. Well, exactly. Like I say with Sami Zayn, May 4th was the uh, US title match where he made his debut on Monday Night Raw. Of course, he got injured after that, which was a bit of a, you know, bit upsetting. Like I say, match of the year candidate this year with Nakamura. But... I don't know if Zayn can get past the mid-card. I don't know if WWE look at him and say, yeah, he's someone we're going to go for, or just, we'll just keep him in that Stuck position, in Ziggler you know? territory. Stuck in, exactly. Stuck in, no one wants to be stuck in Ziggler territory, basically. As we've seen the early going of this match, two and a half minutes, God Strowman has just been having his way with Zayn, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, you know, it's, you just don't know how much Sami Zayn can take. And with that, he low bridges Strowman outside, but Strowman lands on his feet. Too like, powerful. Uh, Zane's just got to try and maybe survive the 10 minutes rather than beat Strowman. Sami Zayn tries going flying, but Strowman catches him on the outside. Drops yeah. him face first onto the apron. Speed versus power. What wins? I mean, in this one, this is just a, a match-up of that, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. But Strowman doesn't look too big in the legs. His weakness, take his legs out of him. Mm. Uh, and the question is, has Strowman really been tested yet in... WWE, you know, has he really had a difficult match? I don't think he has, no. Until he goes up against and beats a true phenom, you know, someone like The Undertaker, Brock, Goldberg, Triple H, you know. Well, not so much Triple H now because anyone can beat him. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. That's uh, just Sting. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I say for Sting. But, um, you know, it's... He hasn't... Not, not taking anything away from Sami Zayn, former NXT champion, but he's not quite reached the heights of, say, you know, taking out, if he took out Cena. If Strowman yeah. had a match against Cena, beat him, then... It, it's interesting the way they're going. We've seen it on SmackDown with the Corbin Kalisto feud. The same with this big man, little man. Like you said, doesn't really help either of them out, does it? Because either way, you, you well, for Strowman, it doesn't help him out if Zayn manages to beat him and stuff because it does make him look weaker when he's meant to be a monster. And and the same thing with Sami Zayn, just getting beaten down for 10 minutes. Yeah, it shows a bit of heart and passion, but it shows like, yeah, he doesn't really stand a chance anyway, you know? So WWE backed himself, or Raw's backed himself in a difficult situation here. 
And like we say with Zayn, we want to see him. I mean, just imagine like matches against Cesaro for the Intercontinental title or, or things like this, you know. Exactly. Final. I mean, you know, you put him against someone who can handle himself. It's classic mi- mismatching of old. It's like Shawn Michaels going against the great Carly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like, you know, one wrestler could have a fucking match of his life going against a wrestler that, you know, couldn't light a match. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right about that. And and with Braun Strowman, like we said, he'd be protected so well. We don't know if he can go, you know. Like with Corbin, I know we've seen him with takeover events as well. He has had the good matches with the right opponents. Yeah. With, with Strowman, you know, they wanted to put him in a, a WrestleMania match with Undertaker, and they got they panicked and said, well, you can't really work. Nah. Uh, and again, this year, I mean, what do they do with Strowman? Does, I mean, obviously, he's going to have a big 2017, but would you see him in a total picture? in 2017 Strowman? I don't know because as you say he can't really work I mean he's far too green to ever be able to work with The Undertaker Um, you know not taking anything away from me he's a strong dominating monster but you know he can't hold a match like you know other wrestlers even Shane McMahon can yeah well it's the thing of getting up and getting down quickly isn't it if you look at when a a Hill's getting beaten up you know he's up down taking the offence for the the face Strowman wouldn't be able to do it he'd just take one big move and that'd probably be it but like it would be interesting to see where they go. I expect Strowman to have a, a strong Royal Rumble again, but maybe they'll build something with that if they have an indicate, you know, like Kane or you know, like I say, Strowman needs to go against people if he's going to be taken seriously. But it is a difficult line, and talk about lines and do not crossing them. Mick Foley's come out here and he's dressed like a homeless man. He, yeah, he looks like a bum. Yeah, a, looks like you, James. It's, it's literally, yeah, he's just grabbed the clothes that were nearest to him and just worn them. I mean, it doesn't. Never jacket, blue shirt, purple tie. And he's come down carrying a towel for Sammy Zane. I mean, Sammy's been busted open in the mouth, bleeding, might have internal bleeding, but Strowman just throws Zane to the outside, follows him out, right at the feet of Mick Foley. And he's like, go ahead, throw the towel in. But the similarities Foley must see in Sami Zayn, I think this is what Sami got upset with Foley on Raw about, was like they're both fighting their way through, being told they can never do it, you know, and, and trying to make it to that level as a star. So can I just say that Mick Foley looks like a fat person that's lost a load of weight. <laughs> yeah, that's and an he's old not jacket. found some new yeah. clothes. <laughs> that's an old leather jacket. Well, I tell you what, Foley's brought you about a minute and a half because uh, at the yeah. moment, <laughs> and not a ten count in sight. I mean, they've been outside for about thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. So you know, no ten count. They couldn't have counted the Rusev fucking big cast one any quicker, and yet. Yeah, that was like fucking. <laughs> yeah. One ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Ty Dillinger yeah. counted. Ten. Yes, it is. Oh, Foley. Zane wants a towel. Oh my God, he's throwing in the towel. Well, Zane throws the towel into the universe and says to Foley, don't you dare stop this match. And then a clubbing blow from behind by Strowman just taking Sami Zayn down again. Yeah, Strowman looks at Foley and goes, if he dies, he dies. Oh, but Sami Zayn dodging Strowman and Strowman heads first into the ring post. And maybe that's what Sami needed with just a minute and a half to go, maybe dodging Strowman. I think the ring moved when Strowman went into it. <laughs> and Sami just trying to get a bit of separation. Trying to get his breath back. He's trying to get his bearings back. <laughs> Strowman shakes off the earlier onslaught. Goes for Zane again, who <laughs> dodges and sends Strowman crashing through the barricade. I mean, this is the most offence Sami Zayn has had, and it's taken assistance from a ring post and a barricade <laughs> yeah. to do it. Strowman's his own worst enemy. I mean, I don't want to say that barricade was set up ready to fall, 
But did you see how easy Strowman went through it? Yeah. And the referee finally counting as well. Is Strowman going to be out? Seven. Seven. Eight. Nine. Oh, he's in. 48 seconds left on the clock. Can Zane last? Yeah, will Sammy try and go for victory as well? Hit the Hiluva kick. Oh, no. Sammy dodging Strowman's attack. And can he get the victory? Well, maybe. Let alone lasting. Maybe so. 25 seconds left. Big big high cross body. One, two. Oh, but a kick out from Strowman. Oh. And look at the power of Strowman. Not only throwing Zane up in the air, but out of the ring as well. And Foley saying, come on, son. Hell of a kick. Oh. Oh. And he's rocking Strowman. Maybe if he had another 30 seconds oh. there. Sammy could have gone on to win this. Yeah. So Strowman couldn't beat Zane in 10 minutes. Zane is your winner. And, and James is finally off the mark <laughs> with a point. Yay. Come on. Not my first point. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Not mine. No, but very interesting there. Hang on, we just get points out of the way. So, Dan, you move up to two. I stay at... I, I'm two. I get one now, finally. And we see Zane on the outside. Strowman's not happy. He's recovered from the attack that Zane was, was given to him. And Foley must be happy. But what did you think of the match? What do you think of the circumstance? Um, deliberately slowed down by Mick Foley for <laughs> nearly two minutes. But, you know, it led to an interesting end. And, you know, it left you thinking maybe... Zane could have been in with a chance to win this if there was another 30 seconds left. But yeah, it wasn't, you know, I, as far as 10 minute time limit matches go, with a big fella and a small fella standing hardly any chance, it was the best way they could have done it. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly that. I mean, uh, and if you think about it as well, I think one thing they say in the future if they ever have a match, Strowman. You're your own worst enemy, mate. Stop stop trying to hit Zane because you did it three times there and done it. But no, Sami Zayn gets respect, shows that he can he can last. And like you say, you know, maybe twenty seventeen he'll be able to get up there and challenge for the, the titles that he deserves to be. But right now, I mean, who's gonna be happy? I mean Zayn's gotta be happy about that, hasn't he? You know, Strowman still looks strong, doesn't he? You know, he didn't get beaten. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he managed to last. And as I said, you know, it looked like he had the chance to even win the match. But, yeah, you know, it didn't look bad on both characters. Up next, oh, my God, one of the big big matches. It's Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho at Roadblock. End of the line. Let's have a look at the promo. Driver! Let's have a look at your... It's certainly been an interesting build-up between Jericho and Rollins. You know, it's kind of stemmed off from the Reigns-Owens feud, hasn't it? It's, you know, they've been... They're, they're, but yeah, they're involving a lot of stuff. They're involving not only the Owens and Reigns feud into that, the Jericho-Owens thing that's going on at the moment, but now Seth Rollins, after a couple of months, has now started mentioning Triple H again. Now, don't get me wrong. I knew they were going to build up to it, but I don't understand why Rollins was getting title shot after title shot. 
after he got screwed by the authority, and now he's all of a sudden on Triple H's back. It should have happened straight away, really, shouldn't it? Do you know what it I mean? It should have, yeah, and he should have had to prove himself to Triple H to give himself a number one contendership shot. So yeah, and we see their entrances, and in the crowd we've got the... Um, Stupid idiot section, I guess, with a little size up. Jericho got a good reaction to Seth Rollins, did, didn't he, really? He did, yeah. And, you know, I think Jericho certainly deserves it. He's been around since about 2000, so, you know, 16 years, he's quite a veteran. Yeah, you had an interesting fact about pay-per-views as well, didn't you? This is Jericho's 140th pay-per-view. Fuck, 140? And only four wrestlers have got more. Can you name them? Uh... I would probably say Undertaker, uh, Cena, yeah, yeah, Triple H, yeah. and Michaels. No, funnily enough, it's Kane. Kane, oh, of course. He's Kane. been quite a constant. I mean, you know, he was in what thirteen, fourteen Rumble consecutive yeah, yeah, Rumble exactly. matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he holds the record for that, doesn't he? And uh, that's a just an interesting fact. Jericho's been around for so long, but in that way, he's taken time off as well, hasn't he? In that part, you know, two thousand five to two thousand seven taking time out to go on tour with Fozzie and stuff like this. Hence why Cena has caught up with him because, you know, John Cena only arrived in, what, about 2002? Yeah, exactly. That, so, you know, there's two point, years actually, yeah. Jericho, but Jericho's probably taken about four years out. No, that's, that's actually, yeah, fair enough. I didn't really think of that. As we start off the action, we start slowly. And, I mean, we talk about what we think of the match. Are you quite, are you excited about this match, Dan? Um, this... One of two matches I'm actually quite anticipating because both of these men, you know, Seth Rollins on a good day is a good worker. Jericho, we know he's an amazing worker. We've seen him work day in, day out, you know, every day of his career. Yeah. Brilliant matches against Styles. Everyone he goes against, you know, brilliant job. And, yeah, you know, this this has the makings of a good match. Yeah, most definitely. You know, Rollins, I don't know if Rollins has hit his peak. I've already talked about other things for I want to do, but I want to get this out of the way because I just got an interesting thought. Uh, Seth Rollins has not really reached the peak that he had before he got injured, has he? He's not really had that, that great of matches, so to speak. He's not really been that top of character, has he? He hasn't, no. But, um, you know, I think building him back up again, it's good for Rollins. He shouldn't keep getting title shot after title shot, as I've said before. You know, build him up slowly. Get the fans behind him. You know, get him working brilliant matches. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, does as a baby face, I mean... Or is he more suited as a heel, do you reckon? Or have we seen enough, really? Well, you know, as you say, since his return, he's, we thought he was face, but then he turned straight heel. And, you know, it's been a bit of back and forth with him. And now going against the authority, it's kind of pushed him into the face side of things. And obviously going against Jericho, aligning himself with Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, who are both faces. Again, you know, it's kind of put him in the face picture, really. Yeah, and uh, we, we talk about, you know, Rollins and Jericho in this. I mean, prediction-wise, we should say, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? I have gone for Rollins. And any reason for that? Um, no, I think, you know, no disrespect to Jericho, but I think his time has come. You know, he concentrates on wrestling and Fozzie now, so, you know, his heart's not in it as much as it used to be. Um, you know, so, yeah, for Rollins, I think it would benefit him more. Jericho probably going to take some time off soon because, you know, he does have other commitments. Yeah, uh, and I think the thing about Jericho as well, because of the, the name value he's got, I mean, you look around the WWE roster, uh, at this time there's not many names that can hold up from the actual era. Jericho is one of them. Like I said, if he is going to have a match with Owens, or is he going to go to a feud with Owens after this, he doesn't necessarily need to get the victory over Rollins, does he? I think, no. I think with Rollins, he's going to be built up to... Um, 
obviously have that match with Triple H at WrestleMania, whether like, them two men will face off. And the first real bit of action is Jeff died, and Rollins hit the diving knee off the apron. But until that point, just both men showing what they could do, starting off slowly, really, weren't they? Yeah. You know, a bit of slow back and forth. They've taken it to the outside. Rollins has thrown Jericho into the barricade. Taking a look at the match lineup, and you saying, you know, Jericho's been around for a while, but out of everyone who's been around for the longest, but only Sheamus and Kofi have really been around for, what, say, six years plus? I mean, Cesaro's been around yeah. about, but, you know. Yeah, but I mean, we're used to them now, but even Kofi, you know, going back to the. Uh, taking over from Shelton Benjamin at the WrestleManias has been around that long now. And like you say, he is one of the veterans and there's very few with the, the whole the way the roster is. Like you say, many names to keep them together. You know, you've got your Cena and Orton's on SmackDown, but uh, Jericho is a really important role to play on Raw, isn't he? You know? The only wrestler from Attitude Era. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. You know, that, and that says quite a bit for the change in times, I suppose. Yeah, most definitely. Like we say, the NXT... Uh, the NXT talent are coming through now, and that's becoming most of them, if you think about it. But keys to victory for this, what does uh, Jericho and Rollins have to do to get the win? Um, I think Jericho needs to rely on his veteran-like cleverness. You know, there's always more than one way to skin a cat, shall we say, you know. And for Jericho, he takes every advantage in the book that he possibly can. And Seth, I think Seth just needs to, I don't know, just try and out-wrestle Jericho, but it's going to be a tough match. It, it will be a tough match, and uh, like with Kevin Owens as well, playing a role in this match, maybe not trying to help his former best buddy out. But I mean, we talk about Jericho. You've been enjoying the Jericho character recently. I have definitely, yeah. I think you know he's certainly fans. You know he's still got it. He's managed to adapt. Well, you know he's not had to change too much of his style to fit in with this time. Yeah, and you talk about the evolution of Jericho. You talk about, you know, the long hair guy he was back in the Attitude Era days, changing up for the world champion, the kind of serious suit-wearing guy, teaming up the big show as well. And now this, is this the best Jericho we've had so far? I wouldn't say he's the best, no, but he's certainly up there. I mean, on the mo- the best. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's kind of matured and he knows a lot more, obviously, than he used to. But, no, you know, I think Jericho's wrestling... Has kind of slowed down it. What well, is interesting as well, though, with with Jericho is, is like, say, fair play. He's not one of those guys that's like, oh, great, Jericho's back. But he has been entertaining. When we saw him live as well, over with the crowd, and the way he interacted on the mic as well, wasn't it? With, with yeah. us there, like you say. But I think if you look back at 2016 for Rollins and Jericho, I would say Jericho has, has improved his stock with the WWE yeah. in his name. And I don't think Rollins has. I think Rollins, is, he's gone down a little bit in, in my I eyes. wouldn't say he's gained any momentum throughout this year yeah it, it seems Rollins is trying to he's kind of turned into the Dean Ambrose character when he first got done in by the Shield you know and we've got to remember the Shield well what was he champion for about a minute and 37 seconds yeah, I think it was it, yeah exactly so yeah. F- since his return from injury he's managed to beat Roman lose it a couple of minutes later to Ambrose and then Ambrose has obviously gone on to Ambrose has yeah. arguably become the biggest star out of the three now. With Rollins, he had to get the title because it said, you know, the redesign, rebuild, reclaim. And WWE love a tagline, but they only get it for a minute, but that's long enough because now he's Seth freaking Rollins on the top as well, so they've got new merchandise, I suppose. Yeah. But like I say, with, with, um, since the, the Shield did break up in 2014, Seth Rollins has been involved when he's been fit, obviously. 
at least in the main event or the co-main event since then. I think we've just had too much of Seth Rollins. I have, yeah. And, you know, he could potentially go the same way as Cena. I mean, even when he was out injured, he was still featured heavily. Yeah, most of yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, normally they're out injured, quick surprise return to say, look, I want my title back. But Seth, you know, they built up his return. They were showing the rehab of it. And, you know, it was just too much. Yeah, and I agree with you. And like you said with Seth Rollins, we saw the video, you know, the packages of him coming back from injury and Raw. And also WWE did the 24 series on Seth Rollins, you know, redesign, rebuild, building them up for that. I don't see a problem with Seth Rollins being involved in it, but maybe having a match against someone like Sami Zayn, you know, or, or a wrestler like that. Because you'd yeah. have quality matches. I know they want this out of Jericho and Rollins, but I think so far it's been a rather slow methodical affair between these two, hasn't it? It has, yeah. You know, it's it's just not really picked up his pace. No, it's just like a basic Raw match we're having. I think Rollins is that good. Uh, if someone like Sami Zayn or Cesaro or someone that can match him in a bit. Not saying, I don't know why these two aren't doing it at the moment, but I think Seth Rollins, we could do it. And we haven't seen a lot of high-flying antics from Seth Rollins either since his return. I mean, he's done a few bits and pieces, but nothing that I know he can do as well, yeah. which is, is kind of weird. I don't know, yeah, he seems a bit standard of like, yeah, I mean, he turns I, up the heat with a swing blade. Maybe it's just, uh, yeah, like I say, Rollins get back into it now, but Oh, and there we go. Second rope blockbuster. That might be it. Only a two count there for Rollins. Two. I was like, with Rollins, like, maybe his confidence isn't all there as well. You know, he was in that position last year as champion, and, and now he's come back. He, he's not, obviously, the number one guy on Raw or SmackDown, even though he was the number one pick. And even maybe the Balor match, you know, people saying, oh, you were careless against him at SummerSlam, took away the confidence. Oh, Seth setting Jericho up for a pedigree, but... Jericho blocking it, but Seth flipping out and landing on his feet, but getting caught in the walls of Jericho, but manages to power out. <laughs> oh, but an insecurity by Jericho sends Rollins down. And he's going to look for that uh, line salt now. Jericho's done this for nearly two decades. Oh, but Seth had it scouted and pushes Jericho out of the ring before he even gets a springboard off. He, he must be watching Jericho on the network. Yeah, he <laughs> catches him, throws him on the outside. And is Rollins going to go a flying now, Jericho? The goat's in trouble. Certainly eyed him up. You see what I mean, though? Like, suicide dive. Don't get me wrong. I like a suicide dive. Seth could have flipped that. Exactly. Everybody does a fucking suicide dive nowadays. Why don't you try something a little bit different? We don't even see it in the cruiserweight division, you know? Do you think he's lost his edge? That's what I'm saying. At the moment, I think Rollins is not all there. As he goes top rope for the knee. Gets caught by Jericho, though. Can he get the line start in this time? Uh, the line start. The walls of Jericho in. Before you correct me while taking a drink, you cunt. I didn't say anything. Yeah, he didn't have to. Used he didn't to have time. A, used to be called the line tamer, if that's line what you tamer. meant. <laughs> that's me just Shout out to Dante. And Jericho's got the walls locked in and Rollins trying to reach for that bottom rope. Can he get there? He's in trouble. And the fans not really reacting either. That's that's one no. of the things we, we, I'm noticing. The fans have been sat on their hands. I mean, not during the tag team match. Obviously, they were up and No, running, they, but... they was loving the tag match. Yeah, and even got behind Zayn the last one. It's just for some reason this one here. But I don't have a go at Jericho. He's a good talent, but he does call things so loudly in the ring, and he's, he, you can tell how to wrestle just by. That's not a nice thing to say. You know what's coming up? Yeah. <clears throat> Jericho just working Rollins down, and Rollins on the apron, wrong side of the ropes. 
Oh, going for a springboard drop kick there, Jericho, but getting cut off by Rollins, who's now clambering up to the top rope. What's he going to do this time? Oh! Frog splash, but missed. And Jericho now going for the line, so hits it. And that's it now. It's got to be. One, two. Rollins! Oh, fuck me. I thought Jericho had it then. And then out comes Owens. Boom. <laughs> well, I'm just glad at least I got a couple of points right. At one point in this night, I did think after tag team match, well, I ain't going to get one. But we're back in it. We're back. Rollins back in it. Even though we got the same for this. But Jericho can't believe Rollins kicked out. Oh. But like I say, I don't want to have a go at Raw. I feel I'm harsher on Raw than I am SmackDown just because it is my show as well. Like this you is what expect I expect better of them. Yeah, this is what I want. Like like you say, Jericho Rollins could go out, give us a high octane match, and kind of been a bit slow at the moment. Oh, there we go, though, Seth Rollins. Oh, Falcon Arrow there hit on Jericho. Oh, but Jericho managing to kick out. Ah. And now Rollins back to his feet with Jericho and yay nay punches. Crowd's still not into it though. Big knee there by Rollins. Sets Jericho up for the pedigree. Can he hit it? Oh, Jericho managing to save himself. Powers up with Rollins. Oh, what's going on there then? Well, Jericho did well to hold on. And he <laughs> went to the Hurricane Rollins. Now Jericho looked like it was going to be a powerbomb at point as well. Now Rollins is the wrong side of Jericho. Gets the ropes. Could be in trouble here. Could tap out. But fans are shouting for... Rollins to tap. I think the fans are more on Jericho's side than they are Rollins. Well, we heard yay nay punches. I think they're on Jericho's side. But again with Rollins, if you hate Triple H, why use his fucking finisher for? Yeah. Like, or is that a sign of disrespect? Or am I just trying to make an excuse? Is it like Is it like it? the Miz using Brian's? I mean, at least he tells, he mocks Brian. He yeah. doesn't like mock Triple H and then hit the pedigree. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't go around going, Ooh, I am uh. Take a mouth of the water, <laughs> yeah. spit it in the air, then hit the pedigree. Uh, but Rollins managed to turn it into a pin down. Can he get Jericho? One, Ooh. two. Oh, kick out. Uh. But Jericho back on his feet, going to the top rope now, going to run down on Rollins. Gets caught with a couple of kicks there by Seth. And now Seth's going to the top. Frog splash time. Well, he missed it earlier. Oh, oh, he hits it. But can he take advantage? You see him bouncing off. Rob Van Damme-esque. Oh, Kevin Owens has come running down to the ring. Trying to help his friend out. And Rollins get distracted by Owens at the moment. Seth cuts him off and kicks Owens out the ring. But Jericho with a roll-up. But Owens is distracting the ref. <laughs> One, two. two. Oh. Two count there by Jericho. Two. Gets caught in the pedigree. Oh, oh no. Oh, again. powers out and flips Rollins over. And Jericho not happy. Owens saying, oh, Jericho. You stupid idiot. Yeah, Jericho calling Owens a stupid idiot. Saying, why did you fear for? You nearly cost me. And now that distraction could cost him. Oh, Owens is getting out. Turns round, pedigree's pow. Owens getting out of town. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Oh, big knee by Rollins. Sidestep by Jericho, though, sends Rollins crashing into the corner. Oh, trying to code breaker. Rollins turned it into a pedigree. Hits it. One, <laughs> ten, ten. <laughs> and Seth Rollins beats Chris Jericho with the pedigree. Thanks to Kevin Owens, would you say? Thanks to Kevin Owens. I mean, <laughs> Jericho was telling Owens off for distracting him, thus distracting himself. Runs into a big knee. Starts to capitalise. Tries going for the code breaker. Rollins turns it into the pedigree. Good night, Jericho. Uh, what do you think of the match? A bit disappointed? 
I was slightly disappointed. I think the most exciting bit was when Kevin Owens came out. (laughs) You know, for one of the most anticipated matches, I'm not going to say my other anticipated match because it won't turn out to be an anticipated match. It'd just be a flop now. What what is that one? (laughs) No. Uh, it's the Owens Reigns match. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like you say, I mean, they turned it up a little bit in the last couple of minutes, but it just felt like a standard Raw match, not a pay-per-view that is going to end the year, you know, especially well, two again, men. again, is it the end of the line? Well, it's obviously, maybe for Rollins, he's going to move on from Jericho with Triple H. That feud's going to continue. But for me, I just felt like it could have been a lot more as well. I know Owens getting involved in Jericho thing, and it's just building up more, isn't it? Toward, rather than finishing thing, rather than being the end of the line, it should be called building up stuff. <laughs> roadblock. It could building be. up stuff. Well, they could have just left it as roadblock. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no that's an, that's an excellent point. Said it at point. the start. But, um, Jer- Jer- Jericho's not hurt because of the way we do it. What? Yeah, Because of the way he's been done. But, you know, opening up to a potential feud with Owens, will Owens still have the title? Well, we shall see in our main event. Uh, one last thing about that match or Seth Rollins. I think the best thing for Seth Rollins in 2017 is a shield reunion. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to go against the authority. I think Triple H just stick his big hooter in. Uh, you know, he'll have his own team of authority. I need two. Yeah. Exactly. Sierra Hotel, Indio, Echo, Lima, Delta. Dan. <laughs> no, literally, I will go fucking crazy. That would mean swapping arrows for someone, though. No, Ambrose will come along. He'll, 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 he'll get drafted. It's only one man we need, isn't it? We only need Ambrose and Raw. Uh, anyway, after that, predictions after that, all the scores after that. Dan, you get another point. So you've got three in a row now. You move up to three. Thank you very much. I get my second point of the night. We only have three matches left, but we have gone different on at least one of them, I can confirm now. Uh, so we shall see. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the home place of what famous wrestler? Or Kurt Angle. Yeah. And the home of ECW. Well, I think that is more important than anything else. Yeah, the birthplace of Extreme. And talk about Extreme, we saw the Extreme kickoff earlier as well. They're literally showing the match. That's how short the yeah. match was. They've just shown it in that replay as well. Pretty much. The next match is for the Cruiserweight Championship. And it is the champ, Rich Swan versus Brian Kendrick versus TJ Perkins. As we see Brian Kendrick's entrance here. I mean, we've seen this on 205 Live, Dan. Do you want to explain how this all came about? Well, TJ Perkins won the CWC tournament and become the first ever Cruiserweight champion. Had a couple of matches against the Brian Kendrick. Lost his title to Brian Kendrick, who I think Perkins got a bit injured. Yes. Was out for a little while. Swan had a match against Perkins for the title. Won the title. Come out commentating on a match between Swan and Kendrick. Somehow Kendrick got thrown into Perkins and it threw him into the title picture. Quite interesting way to do it. That they've been promoting 205 Live uh, and we've been seeing a lot of story. Is it made you happy about the cruiserweights? Yeah, uh, I'm happy to see that they finally found their feet. You know, they've got somewhere to showcase their talent, you know, and they can have their own storylines. It's a good idea separating them. From the main program, you know, not having them involved like the cruiserweights used to wrestle heavyweights and, you know, back and forth and that. Keeping cruiserweights as cruiserweights with their own purple ropes, you know, I think it's good. Yeah, and uh, we see, like, TJ Perkins coming out now. and We talk about potential. Who has more, as you're dabbing, and you hate dabbing. I'm uh, not fucking dabbing, you're lying. Yeah, you fucking are. We see Austin Aries join the commentary team, as I said earlier. 
I might not have said earlier. Uh, Austin Aries on the commentary has been really, really good doing 205 Live. Entertaining. But Perkins and Swan, I want to focus on these two men. Who has more potential for you, Perkins or Swan? Since the Cruiserweight Classic, Perkins hasn't displayed the talent he showed throughout the tournament. In, um, sorry, since winning the Cruiserweight Classic, he hasn't showed the talent that he went through the tournament with. And I think, you know, as they went on to Raw, they kind of got overshadowed by everything and it wasn't their stage. I think, you know, they was kind of pushed to one side slightly to try and keep the entertainment factor up. Brian Kendrick, who's a reputable name, won the title. And, you know, since he's lost it to Swan, who, I don't know, he's even more over with the fans than Perkins is. So Swan has got more potential than Perkins then? Currently with the fans, Swan's over, but I don't think... They're appreciating his wrestling. You know, these are the same fans that cheer Enzo Amore for his talking, not for his wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair You know, point. it's a tough crowd. Yeah. Um, predictions for this sense is your TJP's biggest fan. Who have you gone for? Rich Swan. What? Why? I just think, you know, again, his reaction with the fans, he's the most over. You know, he's current moment in time to give this title some valid reputability if you know what I mean yeah no exactly yeah. so yourself James who have you gone for I have gone for Rich Swan as well uh, he's just won the Cruiserweight title I know you know Swan uh, I know Perkins and Kendrick had small runs but I think Swan will go a little bit more and I think he'll retain it today and I think if feud continues I think Kendrick will be pushed out and it might be Perkins Swan well it might go somewhere else completely different hey who knows about this I expect it quite got quite a lot of good things from this match, hopefully, if you give it a little bit of time, as we see Swan and Perkins shaking hands to start off with, and Kendrick, but Kendrick and Perkins not shaking hands, and the action started thick and fast, Dan, take it away. Um, well, it started off with an early exchange, a quick roll-up there by Perkins, nearly getting the match done early, but getting saved by Brian Kendrick, funnily enough, and, you know, it's just a quick flurry of interchanges between all three men until they finally find some ground. Yeah, exactly, and Perkins might have the advantage tonight because he did make Swan tap out on oh. 2.05 Live just on Tuesday night. But we'll see what happens to Swan and Perkins in the ring. I want to see what happens there. Oh, God. Not now. <laughs> and now Kendrick drags Swan out to the outside, deposits him on the floor, tries going in for Perkins, but Perkins delivers a lovely drop kick and sends Kendrick to crash into the outside. Oh, now we're going to see a bit of high flying from TJP. And Most anticipated match as well. Oh, is it? I have second? quite high hopes for this match. Yeah, I'm hoping as well. Perkins whacking the clutch on to Kendrick early, but not getting it fully locked in and Kendrick managing to scramble to the ropes. Well, Perkins dived off the top rope there like sunset flips into the TJP. Like I say, Kendrick did that, hit the big boot as well on Perkins. And Swan's back in now with a back kick to Kendrick. All three men in the ring, what's Swan going to do? Hurricane Rana to the pair of men, taking them both down. I don't think I've seen a double Hurricane Rana, but pressed by Swan. Oh, <laughs> poetry in motion there by Swan and Perkins inadvertently. Swan going for the pin there, but Perkins breaking up the free count. I think Perkins was impressed there by the move they did and didn't realise Swan was getting the pin. He was like, oh shit, better stop it. Indeed, yes. But now Perkins and Swan running the ropes, leapfrog, and Swan lands on his feet. Perkins with a big kick to both men, taking them both out of the equation. No, Pin attempt on Perkins, but he's kicking out again. Uh, yeah, like you say, Kendrick there, trying to sneak a victory, maybe. Well, you know, he's I think his back's against the wall with his two faces. Tries throwing Perkins out, but Perkins catching himself like Spidey. Kendrick attempting to throw Skins, but Perkins moving. Swan landed on the apron. Well, they're moving at a good pace here, aren't they? It's difficult to call Swan off the top there. Dropkick Perkins to the oh, outside. Fisherman's hook. And he's got Swan now in the middle of the ring. And Swan has been tapping this week already. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> he can't, can't reach the ropes. 
Perk is nowhere near. TJ back in. TJ P. But he gets kicked away by Kendrick. He's going to try to clutch. Oh, yeah. Oh, TJ P. Clutch. Clutches in and Kendrick just away from getting the bottom rope. But Swan. Oh. Oh. And Swan there with a big splash. Stopping the submission attempt. All three men down at the moment. Not a bad start. Certainly not now. I mean, it's certainly all action. Definitely high octane stuff for these three men, though. Do you think this is going to try and get the fans interested in the Cruiserweight division? I hope it does. I mean, they got a bit excited then as Kendrick Rams Swan's facing some sandbuckle. Oh, going for slice of bread, but Swan managing to push him off the top rope. And Perkins finishes off his job, sends Kendrick crashing to the outside. Spinning heel kick missed. By Rich Swan, TJP catches him in the Perkins clutch though. Oh no, middle of the ring now, we could have a new Cruiserweight champion. Kendrick's nowhere to be seen. TJP with a TJP clutch locked in. And look at Swan trying to bridge his way out of it. Trying to lift himself off that mat. Trying to move, get to that bottom rope. That's his saviour now. Well, the Cruiserweight title and the dream will disappear. Oh, he's going to tap. He's going to tap. He's got his hand ready. It's coming down, is it? It's coming down, but on the bottom rope. To escape that submission attempt. Doesn't have to break it. But Swan tapped out to that on Tuesday. He's taken tonight as well. He is easy pickings right now. Most definitely, yeah. Because Swan may be playing a bit of possum. <laughs> Hits Perkins with a right hand, but Perkins responds with a big kick. And now both men trading back and forth in the middle of the ring. It is just now turned into a straight shootout between Swan and Perkins. But is that Kendrick's hand I saw on the rope just then? Oh, he's sliding his way back into the ring. Oh, <laughs> double super kick to Kendrick sends him tumbling back out. Oh, there's a kick by Swan on Perkins. Two, three. Oh. And Rich Swan regains his title. And again, as abrupt ending as the big Cass versus Rusev match. Um, what time do you think I clocked that as? I actually had that on. I looked at what time it started. How long do you think this match went on for? Five minutes. Six minutes. Fuck me. Do you think that's long enough? But can you not tell me that there was at least 30 minutes worth of stuff in that match? Yeah, they it, they just crammed it in, didn't they? It's almost yeah. like they got told, oh, you ain't got a lot of time. Let's just do this, you know? We we talk about it, you know, prediction-wise. Wait a minute. It's never, was it? Never! <laughs> we'll get back on our thoughts of what we thought of the match and the, um, the, the, the scores after that. As Neville comes out and he's happy. Oh! And takes out Swan. <laughs> that look on your face now. <laughs> TJ Perkins in to take Neville off. Well, Neville just destroyed Swan. Destroys Perkins with three big kicks. Go on, son. Oh. Super kick to Swan. Oh, my word. Healy Hill Neville, eh? Go on, is. <laughs> Getting in Swan's face. And Neville throwing Swan on the outside. He's not finished the assault yet, is he? Trying to prove his point. Fucking hell. Throws him into the barricade. Thank you, Neville chant by the crowd as well. <laughs> That's very well, nice. you know, we said these cruiserweights need a bit of a push and maybe Neville's the man to elevate them. Well, exactly. New hillside of Neville. Neville is a named talent. People know who he is as well. Most definitely, yeah. Throws Perkin in, Perkins in the ring. Are we going to see a... Uh, well, Kendrick's just laying out. He's not, he doesn't want to involve... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. and Neville... <laughs> I'm quite shocked. Going around, picking up Swan, throwing him into the ring. Well, the young man who was NXT champions turned to the dark side. And he throws Swan and Perkins in the ring. And Do you think this is a good direction for Neville? I think it's an excellent direction for Neville. Is he looking down on his two falling opponents well soon to be opponents I mean Neville brilliant coming out here we haven't seen him in so long he has been fit you know can I just say he does look like a pantomime baddie though what with the beard and the long hair and, and the, the hook nose and the big ears yeah 
but fair play. I mean, this is a side of Neville that we haven't seen in the WWE. And I think it will be excellent. I mean, just imagine like having Neville involved now in the, in the cruiserweight scene. I mean, that is Saint WWE. That is a, that is a good move for them, and it makes me excited about the cruiserweights 2017. I don't know what you think. Well, it's a thing I can't talk about because there's a thing that hasn't been released yet. So this thing can just wait until next fucking week. No. Well, I've been a big fan of Neville since you know. I think he's been really underappreciated throughout his career, and it's good to see him back, and it's good to see him focusing on something. I know. I think the heavyweight championship was a bit out of his league. And at the moment, Intercontinental or US title, I don't think either of them is an option to him at the moment. I think they're too heavily stacked. So Cruiserweight's best choice for him at the moment. Yeah, and a fantastic worker. Let's get back to the match quickly. And like I say, a bit shocked by six minutes uh, match. But after the Neville thing, probably takes up to about 10 minutes for the Cruiserweights. Uh, what did you think of the match? I think the match was good. For quality-wise... Not quantity. You know, there wasn't enough of it. I could have seen at least another 10 minutes of the match. Then five minutes of Neville, you know, would have been good. But, you know, I hope there's more on the future for the CWC. Yeah, and especially with 205 Live now, maybe they can have a a bit of a longer match on there if they want or, you know, roll it like they do. Scores after that, we both get the points. So, Dan, you move up to four. I stay on three as we move on. And we see Kevin Owens backstage. Trying to get into Jericho's locker room. Saying he's trying to help, trying to explain himself to Jericho. Will Jericho return the favour later on tonight? Might be too little too late for Kevin Owens. He needs Jericho, as we've seen, to to win the title, hasn't he? You know, he's got another way about him. Up next, the co-main event, or maybe the main event that it should be. And it is the Raw Women's Championship match. It is a 30-minute Ironman match. It is Sasha Banks, the women's champion, going against Charlotte. Let's have a look at how this rivalry has changed WWE this year. Everyone has one person who they're internally bound to. A person who elevates you to a whole different level. A person who brings out the best in you. A person who challenges you more than anyone else. Together, Charlotte and I have made history. I think we're seeing the greatest era of the women's division. It is our main event for the Raw Women's Championship. For the first time ever, women will step foot inside hell in a cell. Together, Sasha and I have raised the bar for the women's division to unprecedented heights. But now, it's time for me, me, to end the war. Charlotte may be born into this business, but I was born to be champion. I am the greatest female athlete. Strong enough to follow the desire that burns from within to push you up. Look I am through with this. Cause I am Sasha Banks is her first ever WWE Women's Everyone that I am the best. Now this proves that I am the best. First time ever, women will step aside hell 
first time in the history of Monday Night Raw, the Women's Championship will be decided in a false Count Anywhere match. As much as I despise Charlotte as a person, Charlotte as a competitor brings the greatness out of me. Sasha Banks is a three-time women's champion! How about we make history yet again? This is the end of the line. She's gonna bow down to the queen. There's only one boss in the WWE, and that's me. I will retain, reclaim my WWE Women's Championship. Guess what do you think these two ladies can't raise the bar any higher? Iron sharpens iron. So the promo video there, and I'll tell you something about that. We have seen this rivalry be a main part of Raw over the past few months now since Banks made her debut on the main roster. Of course, three-time champion she is now, Banks. Charlotte, former three-time women's champion as well. First time in WWE and Iron Man match, a women's match. First time in NXT down was? Bailey versus Banks. Yeah, and, and we remember that NXT last year and what classic encounter that was maybe these two women can do more i mean what's your thoughts on the feud between these two women um it's the end of the feud for these two because you know it's starting to get stale i mean a common fashion or more is to have feuds run until they get dry you know and they're not really changing up as is on smackdown currently you know it's mainly been dean ambrose in the title picture but Leaving that out of it, I mean, you know, hopefully there's bigger and better things for these women to move on to, especially Sasha Banks. Yeah, oh, it'd be interesting to say, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Sasha Banks, you know, I've expressed my love for her many a time. I mean, but predictions on this one, this is when the road takes a little bend in it before we get blocked. Uh, who have you gone for on this one, Dan? I have gone for Sasha Banks. And why is that? Um, I think this end of the line is referring to Charlotte and her pay-per-view streak. And she is 14-0 and in single matches. I mean, for a streak to go on for that long, that is really impressive. But you think it's all going to come to an end tonight with Banks beating her, yeah? I do indeed, yes. Okay. Um, I have gone against my, my heart. I've gone for my head, Dan. You, you, told me, you said to this last month, this is one of them. I was going to go for Banks. I went to Charlotte. Uh, and one of the reasons is, is that WWE loves Charlotte. And she wouldn't have a 14-0 streak if they didn't. Her surname is Flair. She's had the better of Banks on pay-per-view. You know, Banks is, uh If Banks loses this match, she'd have won the title three times in a row and then lost it on the next pay-per-view to Charlotte. And I, I think this is what's going to happen. I think with Charlotte, they're, they're going to go with it and you'll move on from the Banks feud and possibly into Bailey. But keys to victory for this, what does Banks have to do to win this Iron Woman match? Um, I think Banks needs to try and get a couple of wins in the bank. It's- you know, she she just needs to try and get a good couple of victory lead, try and wear her down for the bank statement, you know, because if Sasha can hit that once, Charlotte, you know, it's going to take a little time to recover from that. Sasha Banks can quickly hit it, and again, you know, it may be all over quickly for Charlotte. Yeah, uh, one thing, exactly, yeah, I agree with that. And um, 
one one thing is interesting I just noticed, and I've been watching Raw for a while. I shouldn't really admit to that, but no Dana Brooke at ringside for Charlotte. Charlotte's got no one in the corner now. We saw Ric Flair in the hometown, you know, where Banks beat her, uh, and that reaction of course Flair used to be in the corner. Charlotte's doing it herself. Does that make her better in a weird way? Do you know what I mean? If, if she can get the um, victory tonight, would that mean more? I think, yeah, it is the best way for Charlotte because, you know, well, we could both understand that you have not been her biggest fan of late. You think she's only, well, we both think that she's only using her dad's name and outside help. But if she can prove that maybe she can work her way back or work her way into our hearts. Yeah, and I think with Charlotte in this one, she'll have a mental advantage over Banks going into it, seeing as what the record is. And I think Charlotte as well is going to try and work down the boss, you know what I mean, trying to get that figure eight in. It might not be the start of the match, it might be a long match before anything does happen, you know, and Charlotte can reach it right at the end. I mean, what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think there'll be, like you say, a lot of falls in this, or how, how do you think it's going to go? No, I think it's, personally, I think it's going to go to a draw, and it's going to be one in overtime. So Banks gets his job done in overtime. I, I think Charlotte might creep it. Just before, it, I, I don't know if they're going to do a Bret Hart Shawn Michaels about it. Do you know what I mean? Just have no, no all the way <laughs> through it. No, I think it's going to be one all, and then Sasha Banks is going to snatch it in overtime. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens as Charlotte takes a break on the outside. I mean, we're not the opening five minutes. Is uh, been they've been tying up really in a couple of side headlocks either or, and both women just trying to show which each other has. I mean, they know each other so well, don't they? That they've had. Yeah, they've had a fair few matches, and you know it, it all stems from NXT. So you know, um, both women familiar with each other. Um, again, potentially has the factor to be a great match between the two. I mean, you know, they're no strangers to each other. They know how they work. They're starting to get a bit of rhythm between matches. So you know, and with Charlotte trying to go clean as well. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, what out of the Bank Charlotte matches that we've had the past few months? What has been your personal favourite? I don't know because they've all resulted in Charlotte winning. <laughs> well, no, I'll say when Banks won it the first time on Raw, uh, beating Charlotte, I think for me that was a moment I thought, okay, they're going to go a different direction. They haven't with this, and this is why I'm still backing Charlotte for as well in this match. Is They're not, you know what I mean? Banks is winning it, but she's ultimately, ultimately in this feud, you know? Yeah. But then again, you know, they couldn't have had Sasha winning it the night after the pay-per-view and then Charlotte getting a rematch the next night, you know, the next week on Raw, losing it and then Banks going on to face someone else that's decided in the next two weeks on Raw and, you know, Charlotte having a match against someone else, still winning but, you know, she's playing for her streak as opposed to a title. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, in a weird way that would work and Banks would have sleep on Charlotte trying to get it down. I don't think it's going to get job done yet, but it's just about wearing each other out, isn't it, you know, as, as time goes on. But we talk about, you know, the future, what they hold, it's seen as it's the end of the line for Banks and Charlotte. What potential feuds for either women? I mean, where does Charlotte or Banks go after this? Who do you see them feuding with, you know? <coughs> well, Charlotte, I think she's got more options. I mean, with Bailey, again, she can still have main event matches, but again, if it's a streak on the line... We wouldn't want to see Bailey on the losing side of that because that would put her momentum down. I mean, you know, Bailey's not really caught much fire coming through things so far. Yeah, Bailey needs a, a few victory. I mean, she's lost in recent times to like Nia Jax on Raw. Hopefully, not going that way with Bailey of like the kind of loser, you know, 
trying to get the big victory after a while. I think Nia Jax will be very important in Sasha Banks' future as well. I can see those two women well. I don't think we've seen that match, have we? So. No, I don't think we have. No, that could be a very interesting match-up, you know, the way hopefully Sasha Banks goes about it. Yeah, both of them on the outside. And Charlotte looks like she's going to powerbomb Banks now. But Banks catches herself on the apron to kick Charlotte away. Oh, and then a big double knees to Charlotte, taking her down, throwing her back into the ring. I mean, you can't win this match on the outside, James. No, but she get her in and she can't get it a kick out. Oh. And that bloke was getting beers during this match. How disrespectful. I mean, to be fair, I mean, the fans haven't reacted well to the women still, have they, really, after this amount of time? And now Banks has Charlotte locked up in the middle of the ring. I mean, she's got both her arms wrapped around her face, <laughs> knees in her back, retching her. He wasn't watching a match then doing that, was he? That's what we should do when we go to Raw, just do that face. Do the face you did but never attacked Perkins. I can't remember that face. They've not responded well to the women. They've not responded well to the cruiserweights tonight. What does Raw have to do to attitude towards this, Dan? Of course, big question, but we've got time. Um, I don't know, because, you know, as you say, giving them more time to tell a story, they've got half an hour, and as, as the story getting told, I mean, it's been a lot of back and forth. Charlotte going things alone. You know, it's is it really telling you much this match so far? Yeah, uh, it, it's not really. You know, there's not, a, there's, like say, a narrative to it. Up until maybe that point, Banks on the apron, Charlotte kicking her leg out and going face first on the steps. Has that changed the tune of this match, James? I think it has. I mean, Charlotte could be in control now. She can get Banks. She looks pretty out. Get her in. Dragging her limp, lifeless body into the ring. And the, the thing about this as well, we talk about the, the story of the match. It's also if we actually care oh, about... Oh, but a kick out there by Sasha Banks. I oh. mean, I thought she was out. But Charlotte now with her forearms. We talk about caring about the character as well. You know, about Banks. Do we know a lot about Sasha Banks, where she comes from, what she wants to be in her life? I know Charlotte's a flair, but do people care about that, you know? I know Sasha Banks is related to Snoop Dogg because he sung around. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but what else do we know about Banks? We know from NXT because we've watched it. These people yeah. here haven't seen any of this. You know, we talk about the history that Charlotte and Banks and the four horsewomen have made in NXT. These, these, these fans, or the universe as it speak, Charlotte's trying to work, but they're not really happening. But I think Banks sells quite well to a point where I keep thinking she's injured as well. So credit to Banks for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think she's injured. But Charlotte has, since she took Sasha's legs out from underneath her and she went headfirst into the steps, I mean, it's been all Charlotte. She's been stomping the mud hole. She's been working on her. You know, she's got a documented bad neck. Yeah. So, you know, she's looking to work on that. Anything to wear the champ down. Well, most definitely. And, you know, like I say, since SummerSlam, where they both clashed, Charlotte has been beating up Banks, basically, and always working her neck, knows where to target. Charlotte can't keep Banks down. And maybe that's frustrating Charlotte a little bit. We're nearly halfway into this match, and neither woman has got a pinfall yet. No, they haven't, but Charlotte is desperately trying to make it so. And the thing about the Ironman match as well is, like we say, one fall could be vital in this, and Charlotte needs to get it. Oh, Charlotte, backbreaker into a netbreaker. Nip up. <laughs> I mean, she's on fire. She's a good wrestler. She's you on can't fire, take that baby. away from her, I think. Sorry, go on. I mean, Charlotte is a, is a good wrestler. I mean, you can't really take that away from her. Her heel character's brilliant. Rolling the knee pad down, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, whoa, whoa! I'm not saying Charlotte. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. You know, we yeah. uh, we've not been her biggest fans. We can I, we've only, been on tape saying that. The, the reason why I'm not her biggest fan, and this is the reason why I've said as well. You know, she is a good wrestler, but she's not the best. And this is what yeah. WWE are trying to make her out to be. Oh yeah, the best women here, and Charlotte believes that as well. She's That's, getting the better treatment. Yeah, yeah, she she is. I mean, 
Banksch and Bailey are better in ring, and I would say, well, maybe apart from Lynch character wise as well, and yet because Charlotte is Charlotte Flair, she's getting the opportunity as well, you know? And, and, and that's my problem. I'm not saying she's not a good wrestler. She's a bit careless in ring, don't get me wrong, especially with someone like Sasha Banks. But then Sasha Banks has had the thing of being told she's been injury prone recently because of a few injuries. And Charlotte going brutal on Sasha. I mean, she's got her head scissors on and she's ramming her head into the mat, flipping her over, trying to get the count. But Charlotte manages to sneak in a quick pinfall. Oh, but only a two count there. Two. And now Banks. Starting to get a bit of momentum. And is she going to try and look for the bank statement or try and get a version of it? But Charlotte, at the moment, too in control, throws Banks away. Charlotte has got some power to her. And driving her knee into Sasha's head and dropping her to the canvas below. Oh, and a two count there. Two. But she was certainly displaying her elasticity. <laughs> she was, Dan. She was folding in half. And Charlotte, again, working on Banks. And Banks fighting out like a pit bull. Oh, is Banks making a comeback now? And the fans actually starting to cheer. I mean, well, the ones close to ringside are. They're actually watching. They're trying their best. It's Banks is fighting back in it now with a fury of forearms in the corner. Now she's going to go for the big knee. Oh! Man, look at Charlotte's face. And now Banks to the top. Oh, misses with the crossbody, though. With natural selection, and this could be it. Oh, no. no. Two. Oh! A kick out by Sasha. And Dan is still in it. Sleep <laughs> <See> his pants. <laughs> uh, would that be so annoying if the one you thought you were going to win? Do you know what I mean? A main show clean sweep, though, if I win this. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? It would be. How confident are you of this going your way, Dan? Still. <laughs> still, you know, it is. it was one of the harder calls of the card. And, yeah, you know, I'm 60-40, yeah. Sasha Banks. Well, what about you? How confident are you? At the moment, I'm not very confident. I'll probably be about 70-30 because Charlotte's been dominating the majority of this match and, and Banks hasn't really had a look in. I wouldn't be surprised if Banks could manage a, a quick fall out of nowhere. Charlotte just desperately trying to get it back and, and not being able to. Banks hanging on. Charlotte now looking to go to the top. She's going to hit a patented moonsault, maybe. Oh, Sasha up and cutting her off, though. And now she's going to join Charlotte up top. Oh, this could be dangerous. Big right hand from Charlotte, though, sending Sasha Banks down to the mat. <laughs> that slap to the face. Oh, natural selection off the top rope onto Banks. Oh, and free. it does. Yeah. <sighs> At the 10-minute and 46-second mark of this match, we have our first full Charlotte Banks, a point against Sasha. Sasha picks up a sneaky win, though. Two overtime. One. You said 2-1, 1-1, 2-1 overtime, Dan. It's going Is your it way still. still. In the writing, my you, you are doing what I do in football games, where I say against certain teams, maybe they score. I go well. I said it was going to be four-one anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if it goes my way, of course you can leave it in, and if it don't, you can edit it out. Dan, I always leave everything in. Oh, I'm Charlotte trying to get the pin again. Oh, but Sasha managing managing to get the shoulder up. Did did he give a ten-second separation there? Uh, I don't think he did. I think Charlotte just jumped right back on it and. Banks again, foot on the bottom rope that time. But under 10 minutes to go, Banks maybe faces the race against time. And for the last 20 minutes, you've got to say, it's been all Charlotte. It has. I mean, Sasha's taken quite a lot of the beating. But, you know, 10-minute flurry for Banks. Get a quick pinfall win, send it to overtime, winning overtime. 
Uh, it might be Charlotte looking very confident, maybe overconfident at the moment, slapping Bank, just slapping her around the face. Like, in complete control, but, oh, Are they infuriating Banks, though? And it looks like she has, because Banks with a flurry of left and rights, but she's swinging wildly and misses. Wow, just like that, Charlotte hits a back suplex, goes for the pin. Oh, two. Oh, oh sorry. Two. <laughs> Banks trying to get a little flurry there, but Charlotte just stopping her in her tracks. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sasha just can't get any momentum in this match. Banks and Charlotte now with a lovely exchange. Banks getting a pin. Oh! Oh, no! Is that one all? I think she's just stole it. Banks there. Yes, Sasha! Hold on for eight minutes, girl! Well, it turned round on Charlotte and she caught her in the roll-up. Banks' first bit of offence properly. And at the eight minute and 14 second mark, Banks levels the match. Yeah, and Dan is a very happy man. Charlotte going for the big boot. and now Sasha dodging it, catching Charlotte. Oh, no. Ooh. Ooh. Dodges a bank statement, and there we go. Big boot by Charlotte. Going to get the pin and going to go kick two. out. Oh. Yes. And a kick out there by Banks. Uh-huh. I forgot I was doing the podcast for a second. Well, the clock is going faster and faster by the looks of Seven minutes, 20 seconds left. What can Charlotte do to keep Banks down? Banks has proven how tough she's been in this match, Dan, hasn't she? Hold on, girl. Hold on. I mean, you know, it took Charlotte 20 minutes of beating to get a pinfall. Will it take another 20 more minutes to get a beating? Exactly. She hasn't got 20 minutes. Charlotte needs to hurry up. Maybe the overconfidence of being caught the way she did, you know, will cost Charlotte dear. And she's got Sasha lying prone on the floor, dragging her to the corner, working her in the midsection with a couple of kicks. Going to go again for a patented moonsault. Could this end Sasha Banks? Oh, Sasha Banks rolling out of the way, though. Charlotte hitting nothing but Matt. Bank statement locked in. Oh, no. Can Charlotte hold on for six and a half minutes? <laughs> well, I don't think Charlotte can hold on. Look how far away she is from the bottom rope. Maybe Charlotte needs to tap out and on, be in Sash, a better position. Look how far away she is and look at Banks. Get her arm. Get her arm, girl. With the foot near the rope as well. Oh, she rolls her through in the middle of the ring. Yes. Oh, my God. Look at the talk on that neck. She's got it locked in deep now. Yeah, look at the talk on that neck now. Taps out. 2-1, Sasha. Charlotte has to tap. All right, free turn over time. At the six-minute mark, Banks makes Flair tap out. Takes the lead for the first time in the match. Nearly 24 minutes of being beaten down. Finally, she finds herself 2-1 up as we go into now a crucial period. Charlotte needs to level this or else Dan... I mean, unless Banks is gonna, no, Banks is more important than Dan. Otherwise, Dan has <laughs> yeah. had the most greatest call of his career this year. Lucky starts next year. And Banks now just needs to see it out, you know. She's like a team needs to defend. But a 2-1 lead is... She needs to park the bus. She does, but a 2-1 lead is difficult. You never could be safe for a 2-1. And look at that chop. It is... Look at the face on it. Charlotte means business now. Working down Banks... Slapping her in the corner. I mean, she feels embarrassed that she's gone 2 1 down. I don't blame her. She's been in control of the majority. But this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm 70 34. I was not happy by the fact of Charlotte being in control so much. But some big shots to Banks' leg. Locks in the figure eight. This could be bad news for Sasha. Well, Charlotte pulled Banks off the top rope. She landed square down on that knee, didn't she? Yeah, but Sasha trying to fight it. Well, Banks oh. as well. But Charlotte, look at that. Foot the bottom rope now. Ooh. Oh. Well, you one-legged woman in an ass-kicking contest. Charlotte's going to take that leg out. Well, she's gonna, not going to waste any time. Oh. Charlotte going for the figure eight, but 
Sasha delivering a big right hand, trying to get some separation between the two. I mean, if she can long it out, get the 30 second mark, if she, if Charlotte hits it and she can last. Exactly. Well, even two minutes, you know, I know Banks is tough. Don't pass out. We see Charlotte bending a leg up on the rope and bringing full force her knee down onto it. Now on the outside Ooh. as well. Now she's using the ring post. Oh, she's really going to fuck up Banks's leg. Both of them. <laughs> Oh, Charlotte's looking at the clock as well. Clock watching. With nearly three and a half minutes left. Work on legs. Has she done enough damage? Will Banks tap out? She's not giving up yet. She's not going to go for the figure eight just yet. Going to work down on it. Come on, Charlotte. Three minute mark. I've never wanted you to win something as much as I do the next fall now. Come on. Let this be the year of Rollins. Everything else has been horrible this year. We've had Trump. We've had Brexit. We've had Bowie. We've had Rickman. Let's, we have Prince. Don't fucking blow it now. Yeah, keep your bad run going and let James win. <laughs> yeah, the one, worst year. Two. No. And Sasha Banks with another cheeky pin attempt and it almost paid off for her. Oh, but Charlotte going back down to her leg. Well, chop block there and we're nearly at the two-minute mark now. And this is the time Charlotte really needs to put a plan in action. She looks like she's going to go for it. No, again. She's going to lock it in about the two-and-a-half-minute mark. Maybe two-minute mark. And again, working down that leg. And look at the, Look at that. Oh, the talk on the ankle. She's just trying to wake up. I mean, Charlotte might rip that leg off and hit Sasha Banks over the head with it. She's not careful. Oh, my word. Just the talk that Charlotte's getting on Banks' leg. Banks nowhere near the rope at the moment, but still, look at that. Can, can fight back. Oh, here we go. Two minute mark. There we go. You called it. Two minutes. He's in. Figure four. And she, yeah, she has Bridget to last. She has to last. But look at Banks working on the ankle. But she has been in a lot, a lot of pain. A lot, a lot of pain. A lot, a lot of pain. <laughs> she has been in a lot of pain as we count down now. And Banks trying to go for the strikes to Charlotte. But Charlotte dodging them. And now she's got it in. She's got it in good. Figure four, not the figure eight. Can Banks roll it though? Oh. She's reversed all leverage onto Charlotte. But Charlotte using them long legs to twist it back over well now charlotte as well using that reach advantage to pull herself closer to the middle of the ring banks <laughs> not giving up she's trying to fight out both women slapping each other banks desperately trying to escape it and with just over a minute to go a minute left now and 59 seconds dan will she keep it in she's gonna last isn't she banks can't pull charlotte away Nowhere near, the, can't get to the bottom rope. Charlotte pulls her into the middle. Hold on, Sasha. 45 seconds left now. Hold on, Sash. Charlotte with a slap across Banks' face. Banks trying to desperately turn it. Come on, Charlotte. It's only the figure four, though, not the figure eight. It could be 14 and one. Oh, and Charlotte still pulling on Banks in 10 seconds left now. Banks... Looks like she's going to tap. She's going to hold in, isn't Figure she? Figure eight locked in. Figure eight now with three seconds to go. Oh! <laughs> Banks taps out with three seconds. Charlotte takes it to a 2-2 draw at the moment. Three seconds to go. Banks tap. Three, two in overtime. If it goes... I called overtime. You did, but I didn't. You, I you, called Banks. You were you were happy a minute to go. You thought, yeah, that's done now, isn't it? Three seconds. That's all it took. Charlotte made Banks tap out, and like you say, moving into the figure eight got the job done. And now the referee telling her. So what is the result? Overtime. 
Let's see. Oh, sudden death overtime. First woman to get the full wins, Dan. What's Banks got left, though? Look at Charlotte. Grinning from ear to ear. If you look at each woman. Banks is down and injured. Well, Banks has been in that figure four for two minutes. You can't forget that. You know, I mean, that leg has been seriously damaged. Charlotte now stalking her prey. Oh, look at Charlotte dropkick to Banks' leg. Straight for the leg. I mean, if she gets that figure four or figure eight locked in, I mean, it's going to be game over. Banks has already been weakened. Excellent point. And Charlotte, again, cannot be overconfident in this one. Banks can catch her out, as she has done. She has indeed. Oh, but look at Banks saying, no, I'm ready for it. Go ring the bell. And Charlotte trying to get that figure four in. And Banks fighting it. Oh, no, rolls her up. One, two. Oh! Oh! Gosh, Sasha. Flair, fucking hell. That was an impressive overhead suplex there by Charlotte on Banks. Charlotte looking really crazed. I think this might be the best Charlotte has looked in the WWE so far. She's really played her role well tonight. So is Banks. Credit to him. We talk more. Oh, no. Roll up. One, two. Again, Charlotte (laughs) overconfident. Sasha Banks with a cheeky roll up. Trying to humiliate Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte went for the slam. He saw her face there. The realisation has been Nitty. busted open. Sorry, Bob. Banks has been busted open. Well, the realisation of Charlotte's face as well when she realised she nearly got caught. Oh. And Banks. yeah, we see the blood pouring out of Banks' mouth. And Banks taking Charlotte's foot out on her way in and Charlotte crashing to the mat. I mean, is Banks slowly taking away Charlotte's confidence? I think she is. And Banks, oh no, it must be a broken nose. Oh. Bank statement. But Sasha Banks, her knee. Well, that leg has been injured so much, you couldn't Locks really it get in. it. Yes! And she's got the Come bank on. statement in. Charlotte Make in the middle of the ring. Make her tap. And Charlotte could be in trouble. Tap, She's tap, trying to get tap, hold of that tap, leg. Tap. She knows the leg's been injured as well. Oh. And can she get Banks? No, look at Banks bloody and beating. Charlotte still, though, trying to fight out. Trying to go for the leg. She's going purple, but gets out of it, slaps it in. Look at these two women here. Fucking hell, Banks is busted oh, pretty good. Oh, a exchange. Banks with a slap and Charlotte, look at that. Locking in the figure four. Oh, not quite. She needs that leg under, she's got oh, it. Oh, the torque on the fucking knee. Well, and the, the knee's being bent back. Charlotte, there we go, she's got it in. Come on, Sasha. From bank statement to figure four, Banks bleeding. Can't get to the bottom rope now. Come on, Banks. I'm, I'm a fan of Banks. Come on, Banks. Get to the rope as well. And now Charlotte looking to get that figure eight in. She's just a foot away. Get to that rope. Can't do it. Charlotte's still got it in. Oh, there we go. She's got the figure eight in now. Fight it, Sasha. And she's got it properly bridged. And Banks, what can she do? She oh, taps out. <laughs> Look. That face says it all. And new women's champion... Charlotte makes Banks tap out in overtime, three to two, and becomes the four-time women's champion. I mean, and what a match that was, Dan. Come on now. It was match of the night, definitely. And again, you know, a potential candidate for match of the year. Both women gave it their all. There was a lot of back and forth. Um, Again, end of the line? Question mark? I think there should be a question mark after end of the line. But, I mean, we was to talk about the overtime, you know, uh, talk about the match. I think the first 10 minutes was a bit slow, maybe, up until maybe the halfway point. Then they really turned up, didn't they, when it started shaking? It was, definitely, yeah. And then the last 10 minutes, I mean, four pinfall, well, four pins submissions between the two of them, you know. 
sending it to overtime. I think that was inevitable. Charlotte winning it. You know, again, she's got her streak. Will Sasha win it back the next night on Raw? Well, this is the thing. Charlotte goes 15-0 and 0 now at WWE pay-per-views. And uh, I told you this. this is what I, I'm a huge fan of Sasha Banks. She performed brilliantly tonight. Her and Charlotte did have, the, like you say, the best match of the night and maybe a match of the year because to watch it tomorrow morning to see, you know, that. But they want to go with Charlotte and they are going to go with her. You know, she is the woman and unfortunately that's the way WWE does and, and it's a heart and head thing and uh, you know the, the head won out unfortunately but fantastic effort by women and like you say they got the fans into it right at the end didn't they they certainly did yeah I mean the last 10 minutes and overtime fans weren't definitely were definitely not sitting on their hands and the scores predictions Dan you stay on four I move to four as well and seeing as we've gone the same for the main event it is another draw, so we both get a paper. How many time. times have we drawn this last six months, at least? Uh, about half, half the times. Half, half. But I would say uh, maybe half of those as well has been ones you've been leading, and I've just caught you up. Do you know what I mean by the one, the one match? So you, you've blown a lead, basically. You know, and Banks was two one, and she fucked it up. Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte is the women's champion. But Charlotte, are you impressed by Charlotte's performance in that? We, we talked about during the match, don't we? Most definitely. I mean, she was a complete dominating force. Is that trying to save Sasha in some ways? I mean, getting such a beating or is getting such a beating a similar case to the Sami Zayn-Braun Strowman match? I yeah. mean, you know, is it one just completely dominating the other? And, you know, through sheer luck and integrity, Sasha Banks managed to get two pinfalls. Yeah, exactly. It would be interesting to see how they play it off. I'm sure Charlotte will be crowing about it tomorrow on Raw and also for the foreseeable future as well as Banks gets taken away by two doctors. But a fantastic effort and a pleasant surprise after. We had a great start to pay for you, didn't we? And uh, kind of slowed down a little bit. Disappointing Rollins, Jericho match would be fair to say, wouldn't Very it? Very disappointing match, yeah. I mean, New Day Sheamus, shocking result for you. I yeah. mean, you know, it was quite shocking for me even though I did call it. I don't say shock it. I, I mean, with New Day, I just I wanted the revival. I wanted, do you know what I mean? Them yeah. to have more meat. I don't know if Sheamus and and Cesaro have that much longevity as a team, as opposed to somebody who can say, "Yeah, we did it." Former but. heavyweight champion and a potential future heavyweight champion. <laughs> yes, but a team not they make. But like I say, good match anyway. It'll be interesting where they go. Uh, and also the the women's match now has just picked up the pace. The cruiserweights need to kind of do what the you know if the, if the cruiserweights did how the women they treat or if they treated the cruiserweights how they treated the women then everything would be nice and rosy wouldn't it really yeah but as you say the whole match for three men was six minutes exactly and we've just had 35 minutes of women's action so there we go we find a little bit of leniency anyway but yeah that is it's all now it is it's main event Dan it is now time for the main event and it is for the Universal Championship Kevin Owens Defending against Roman Reigns. Let's have a look at the promo. Now, I would introduce myself, but uh, you know exactly who I am. I'm Kevin Owens, and I'm the best in the history of WWE. When I say I'm going to do something, I deliver. Kevin Owens, the Intercontinental Champion! Kevin Owens is the Universal Champion! As far as I'm concerned, WWE didn't have a history until I showed up. 
Since day one, I've had one goal, one dream, and that's to win the WWE Universal Championship. I've been told I couldn't. I've had plenty of people in my way trying to stop me. I've been knocked down a lot, but I picked myself up and I got back in the fight. You're standing in there and you're talking like your victory on Rose, another chapter in this great story of yours, of you scratching and clawing your way back to the top, overcoming the odds. You are an absolute waste of space. I think you are everything that's wrong with WWE. No matter how hard you work, you will never be as good as I am. Because you will never match my God-given natural ability for this business. If you haven't heard it before, I'll say it again. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just the guy. You know, that's funny because the only joke I see around here is when you walk around calling yourself the guy. I think that's hilarious. I am the guy. And the thing is, around here, you're just a guy. You can stand out there all night and talk Owens talk, or you can man up, get in this ring, and fight Owens fight. Trust me, you and I, we are going to fight. But it's going to be on my terms, not yours. I assess and attack. And I've assessed this situation a thousand times. I can tell you it's not going to happen. And I understand that I'm a wanted man around here. But I got a hair trigger. Someone needs to put an end. And I will gladly be the one to step up and do just that. Guess what? You got to fight. Congratulations, Roman. You just put yourself on the Kevin Owens show. At roadblock into the line. By the end of the episode, I'm going to be kicking your ass. Promo, what did you think of that build-up to the match then, James? Well, it's been interesting, isn't it? It's Reigns been kind of shoehorned into the main event picture again. He is US champion. Does that make a mockery of that title, Dan? Uh, well, no, John Cena done it, didn't he? Yeah, but he did it well. Reigns hasn't really been defending. It's the first time I've seen him with a title in a couple of weeks, you know. It's the Universal Championship on the line, not the US. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, apart from that, Owens needs a credible challenger, but... I think with Reigns, I don't think it, it looks too good for Reigns at the moment. Okay, you mentioned the Universal title. Do you think the title is working? Uh, honestly, no. I don't think Raw's got it right yet. I think the women's title probably means the most on Raw now uh, because of the way they've been treating it. I think the Universal title, it, with the few, with the rivalry, with the story of Owens and Jericho, and Jericho constantly helping Owens out. Owens can't get the job done by himself. And the title not really still not having much meaning... You know, it just looks like a replica belt of the, the WWE title. Doesn't mean the same for me. Does it need a bigger name to hold it for a little while to give it some rep- reputability? I don't know what they do. You know, I, I've been thinking maybe bring back just a big gold belt they had in WCW. At least that would be associated with a world title. I don't know if the fans take it seriously. Design of the belt takes away a lot from the belt as opposed to, like, you know, if it was a big gold belt, would it have exactly the... Would it, be a completely different effect on you uh i think it would in part but also like you say with the matches as well the way the champion goes about a bit of a nightmare start when balor was chosen then of course got injured the thing with the rollins getting constant rematches as well and Owens having help all the time it'll be interesting to see what happens in this match if Owens does beat reigns clean i can't see it happening you know because uh reigns is still going to be 
you know, talk about Reigns, you know. Oh, he's going to be protected. Yeah, I think Reigns still has a, a role as a face of the WWE. I don't know what you think. Well, that's certainly what the WWE see for him. I mean, again, not far away from the title picture. Well, he's in the title picture, isn't he? <laughs> exactly, that's, that's what I mean. You know, he's he was taken out of it for a little while, put into the US title picture, won that, and now he's back in the Universal title picture. Yeah, I mean, and if he's unsuccessful tonight, I mean, we just talk about that quickly with predictions. I mean, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? I've gone for Kevin Owens yeah, to I've, retain. I've gone for Owens as well. We'll, we'll get on to that. But the thing about Reigns is maybe they're going to... Um, have him, you know, lose this match in suspicious circumstances. You know, rumble victory and try to go mania. The fans won't be happy about it, but maybe they're going to try to do that with Reigns again. But yeah, we talk about Owens. Why have you gone for Owens in this match? Um, again, I think even though their their like friendship is quite fractured, I think Jericho is going to play a bit of a part in this. Maybe even Seth Rollins. It could happen a lot of ways. I don't think he's going to win it cleanly. I think he's going to win it under shady circumstances. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think Owens does uh, retain a title. Interesting enough, though, before the show went on air, looking at some of the betting, and Reigns is the favourite going into this one on, on some sites. So be interesting to see what happens in the match. I mean, I'm not expecting something major. I am expecting interference towards it. But, I mean, the Universal Championship on the line in the main event. Should it be main event, we consider the women's match we just had? I don't think... Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see what the match holds to see if it deserves it. But so far, I'm thinking it should have been women's match last... You know, they should main event a pay-per-view. They deserve it. Yeah, I mean, there's so, thing, uh, so many things we all don't take seriously at the moment. You know, the cruiserweights and the universal title as such. With the women, they, they seem to got that right at the moment. So, yeah, I think another main event, even though they're only at Hell in a Cell, you know, October, I think another one will do it justice. But, I mean, we see Owens and Reigns, they haven't interacted yet, even though both made their entrance. Owens is going to be a bit wary of Reigns. I mean, keys to victory in this one, Dan? I think for Owens, he's got to dodge everything Roman Reigns can deliver. I mean, Kevin Owens, he's not been seeming that strong of late. You know, he was a prize fighter going for his prize when he was going for the Intercontinental Championship. He was doing well. You know, he was using that prize fighter gimmick a good worth I think he should have it with the Universal Championship as well you know because that is his prize and he is a fighter for prize but the way he's fighting now he's going cowardly yeah and and they've been protecting Reigns on the you know Survivor Series the way they did it on the build up you know Reigns was a, looked like the, the biggest Raw star as it was and I mean arguably you could say like he's still the face of the Raw brand like we were saying you know but I mean it might be a silly question but are these two better off than they were this time last year? I think Owen certainly is. Roman Reigns, um, I don't know, again, because, you see, they're still relatively greenish. I know Roman Reigns has been around for a little while now. He's been around for, what, four or five years? So, you know, he's he's still relatively green compared to other wrestlers. Um, I know they've both got quality, but the big match, big match stage we mentioned before that Jericho's the only Attitude Era representative and aside from... Sheamus, maybe Cesaro and Kingston. There's not a lot of veterans of WWE. Yeah, not a lot of people that can hold the fort as it was. But at the moment in this match, we just see Owens just trying to work Reigns down, side headlock. Reigns trying to get out of it, but not much going on at the moment. Um, last year, Reigns destroyed Triple H at the end of the TLC pay-per-view, setting up a match at WrestleMania. Kind of ill-fated run. WWE went with it, of course, Reigns disappointed himself. You know, with a, with a drug failure leading to everything that happened there. Indeed, yeah. You know, in, a, in a Earth 2, it'd be interesting to see a Reigns who didn't, anything happen to him, and then 
be the face of Raw as WWE champion as they wanted to. But on the outside now. Yeah, on the outside and a big Irish whip whip from Roman Reigns to Kevin Owens into the barricade and Owens is looking in trouble from the get go on this match. Yeah, he's 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 not he's not confident, is he? He knows Jericho's not there to back him up and Reigns, you know, one on one situation. We talk about a cowardly hill, but yeah, it looks like Reigns gonna get the job done. What's Roman doing now? Looks like he's setting up a announce table for uh, for Owens. But Owens managing to fight out, depositing Roman back in the ring. Oh, no, I'm going to get as far away from this announce table as possible. <laughs> yeah, throws him back on, back in the ring, hits him with a senton. Can he get a three? No, can't even get a one. Yeah, Owens, uh, Owens has been champion for 111 days at this point in time. And that is longer than any of Roman's reigns. <laughs> Owens now has taken over. He scrambled away to the announce table, manages to sneak attack Reigns and throws him into the stairs and then using the stairs as a weapon, sets him up and jumps off that sentence cool. Reigns. Fucking hell. Reigns is actually knocked out at the moment and throws him back in the ring. With this match, as we're seeing, uh, Owens is wearing down Reigns at the moment. But, I mean, we weren't really expecting much else from this one, were we? You know, I mean, what kind of action did you have? <laughs> well, just, just imagine, as you, if you will... Roman Reigns with a crew cut, clean shaven, no tattoos, a bright t-shirt, some trunks on, or some shorts, denim shorts, some trainers, you know. Yeah. Oh, look at that though. I mean, you you are right at the moment. Yeah, Reigns is. It looks he's like he's out and maybe making a super comeback. But as he's been put in the uh, side headlock, he's got a little smile on his face. He likes a little bit of punishment. We've seen this in the past from Reigns. He likes, he likes a little bit of it. Likes, likes wow. to be buffed up. To be credit to Reigns, you know, he did have a good match with uh, Rusev at Hell in a Cell. That, yeah. That's probably the best Hell in a Cell match that happened. I'll give it that. And, uh, I, you know, but with, with this, with Kevin Owens as well, the way he's going, I think WWE want to play it safe. I think, in our minds, we've got one guy who we see as a wrestler, Kevin Owens, and one guy the WWE see as a wrestler in Roman Reigns, haven't we? Again, I think we just see wrestlers, whereas... The WWE creative team, I think they see more characters, characterability, marketability. I mean, you know, Superman punch and the big spear and the hoorah and the, you know, potential shield reunion. I mean, Roman Reigns has a lot more to offer the WWE creative than maybe Kevin Owens. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned the shield. We talked about Rollins, the best thing to happen to him as Owens just hits uh... (laughs) a somersault leg drop on... Roman Reigns, and again with a two count this time. Two. But, yeah, you talk about um, Rollins joining the... Sh- the best thing for Rollins would be the Shield reunion. I mean, the best thing for Reigns at the moment would be Shield reunion. Oh, definitely. Well, for the past two and a half years, I think the best thing for Reigns would have been a Shield <laughs> reunion. But I don't think it's the best thing for Dean Ambrose. I think he is the one who's kind of... The one no one thought uh, after it all happened that he wouldn't turn out to be anything. I think oh, Ambrose has got so much more life left in him you know that kind yeah. of lunatic fringe character as well I think, you know I'm really impressed with what he's done whereas Reigns and Rollins are still, you know they've relied on the old shield tactics still, whereas Ambrose got a completely different direction you know he has and you know it could have potentially happened to any of them though I mean it could have happened to Roman Reigns if it was Seth and Ambrose on Raw if you know what I mean you know like you know it could have been them no well I think it goes further back than that I think when the first split of the shield again, Owens wearing down Reigns with a sleeper. First split of the shield, it was Rollins who turned heel, wasn't it? It was meant to yeah. be Ambrose. It was Rollins, 
from that, then Rollins went on champion. We thought, oh yeah, Reigns was always going to be the face, wasn't yeah. he? And with Ambrose, it was like, okay, you're going to be the guy that loses to Rollins, loses to Reigns, nothing's going to happen. They had big expectations. If Rollins had your injury. Reigns, you just had everybody turn against him. Ambrose just kept plodding along, didn't he? Just kept yeah. going along. Well, yeah. you know, he even mentioned himself, I think it was talking smack or something, that, you know, he was always there. He was turning up. He was busting his ass, turn up to house shows, this, that, the other. He was always there, you know. And as Roman's, Roman was getting booed, Seth was out injured, Dean Ambrose, he was just, you know, doing his thing, carrying on there. Like, you know, maybe... Dean Ambrose is the way forward. I mean, you know, he's a constant. The fans love him. Brilliant character. Good yeah. wrestler. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's got everything going for him. Whereas Reigns, you know, like I say, still wearing a shield outfit and, and still being that kind of John Cena-like babyface that the fans don't like no matter who it is. You know what I mean? No. Wouldn't, wouldn't matter. We've seen it with Seth Rollins. He was getting the cool cheers when he was a heel. Turns face and tries to act like that. The fans won't accept it. They don't accept, nowadays, a dumb face. And I think with Owen's problem, we don't accept now this kind of sneaky heel. We don't want it anymore, do we? We want more of a competition of this guy's the best versus this guy's the best going for the world. Not, you know... Oh, Less talky-talky, more fighty-fighty. Yeah, exactly. Is Reigns making this comeback now, exchanging punches? Oh, Owen's and um, Reigns exchanging big right hands in the middle of the ring. Owen's follows it up with a big knee, trying to get a bit of momentum going, but Roman with a big clothesline... After coming off the ropes. Well, he's been worn down a lot in this match, but Reigns now trying to get momentum on his side. Big right hands from Roman in the corner. Reigns trying to Owens rip Owens into the ropes, but Owens risk right hand. They've both been exchanging huge forearms now, aren't they? They are indeed, and Roman, every time he comes off the ropes, he gets met with an Owens forearm. Roman has Owens up for a big Samoan drop, but Owens manages to get the backslide and a belly-to-back suplex. A lovely suplex by Owens. He's got that in. Cannonball! <laughs> He's got it in his arsenal. But he gets met with a big boot from Roman. Yeah, Owens went for the cannonball, and now Reigns hit the smoking drop. Is that going to be it? Oh, but Owens managing to kick out. Big dog trying to get his breath back. It's like he's been put through the ringer as well. Is this going to be Reigns? Look at him. He's getting ready for it, isn't he? Is it going to be his last? Ooh! He's, he's loading up for the big Superman punch. Owens managing to duck it and delivers a lovely DDT, but only a two count. Two. And that was nice by Owens grabbing the arm, managing to turn it around. And that's Owens, like we say, for a guy his size, he's very, very good in ring. Turns it around, catches his arm, boom, plants him with a DDT. DDT. Perfection from Owens. And again, the fans not really into this match as much. I mean... I've noticed it the past few, you know... The crowd Are they still in Japan? Do they show respect by being quiet? <laughs> oh, look, Owen's mocking Reigns with a ooh-ah. Cannonball. But Reigns responds with a big Superman punch. Oh. oh! I thought that was nearly three, but it was only a two. Two. And I think that spurred Reigns on with Owen's... Reigns with Owen's hitting the cannonball. And the Reigns, like you say, bouncing back up. Superman punch. Whoever gets up first here, I think has the advantage as the match goes on. Looks like Owens needs the ropes to help him up. Reigns to his feet first and he's starting to stump a mud hole on Owens in the corner. Doesn't get a chance to walk it dry because the ref pulls him off. And Reigns holding the chest as well. He's taking some damage, of course, into the stairs and the attack by Owens. To his credit, Reigns setting him up on the top rope. Going for a superplex, perhaps. 
Well, this is going to end badly for Roman Reigns. My God, didn't see that suplex coming. Owens now managing to fight out. Galbo to the bridge of Roman's nose. For Roman to love his face. <laughs> and Owens now second right. Oh! But he gets caught with a Superman punch. Which way is he going to fall? Is he going to fall out the ring? <laughs> Teetering on the top. And what's Reigns got in store here? All the way to the top? No. Owens what? catches him though. Turns oh. him round. Big suplex by Owens. And can he get the pin now? He's got it. Oh! Owens now trying to take advantage of this. Pulls Reigns into the middle of the ring. Going to the top. Bullfrog splash. Well, we have seen this big man flying before. Taking his pretty time about it, though. Oh. oh. Senton bomb. But Roman gets his knees up in time. And now this could be Reigns' chance to gain the momentum. Owens seriously hurt. And look at Reigns now. Going to the corner. Hoorah. Reigns went to do the spear. Owens rolled to the outside. And Reigns, bang. Drive by. Owens back in the ring. And I think he had him ready for the spear. Like I say, Owens again, rolling out. <laughs> he is a clever cunt. <laughs> he is. Reigns stalking Owens now, though. Oh, drive-by attempt miss and a super kick to Roman Swede. And that's what you. That's what happens when you miss a drive-by, bruv. You get it. You get, get got. Oh, Superman kicked onto the announce table. Owens crawling back in. Is he going to go for the count out? No. Rolls back out to continue his onslaught. Oh, don't be crazy, Owens. He's set the chair up now. He's gone on top of the barricade. Reigns is strong in the announce table. Bullfrog splash over the announce table. And the announce table didn't go through. Surprising with the amount of weight that went on top of it. <laughs> yeah, both men. Owens wants to put through. Yeah, I didn't do it right. Oh, right, here we go. This time. Boom, Yay! another one. Yes. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Owens <laughs> with one bullfrog splash. And he's rolling his way, trying to get back into the ring. Roman left twitching on the outside. Referee now is going to count. What's he up to? Ten. Ten. <laughs> nine. Oh, referee up to oh. nine. Ooh. And he didn't make it in at the count of Ty Dillinger. He didn't. He Bullfrog splash again. That's it. It's over now. Oh, oh but Roman managing to kick out. And oh, three frog splashes in a row. We see the second one that put the announce table through. Reigns thought he got back in to save the count and just like that got hit by Owens. But what can Owens do? Put him down. Is there only one move left? What about if Owens can't get the job done? Maybe if Owens can't beat someone without the help of Chris Jericho. Maybe we're going to see that tonight. Maybe it'll be the end of the line for that. Oh, well, nothing's really come to the end of its line. No, not yet. As such on this pay-per-view. And I mean, will Jericho assist? Or will he come to the demise of Owens and will he aid Roman um, Owens now has got Reigns you're going to set him up throws him against the ropes oh Roman's Roman catches himself though big elbow to Owens <laughs> has Owens high <laughs> powerbomb <laughs> one two no oh <laughs> shut up <laughs> Owens managing to kick out I'm on a roll here man and if my name isn't Michael Cole uh... oh what sorry and yeah, after all that, it ended with a Reigns powerbomb. Couldn't get the job. Owens in a lot of trouble now. Universal title could be coming out of his grip. Can he finally hit the big spear? Oh, and he went for the spear, but Owens hit him with a big knee. Rolls him up. Ooh. Oh, couldn't get the job done. No, two counts. Pop up powerbomb. Owens out of nowhere. One, two. Got the rope. Oh. Well, Owens... 
look like Couldn't give it world. to him clean. No, he couldn't, could they? <laughs> Roman Reigns, for God's sake, he's a face like Charlotte is. Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb, Reigns managing to escape the pin by foot on rope. He's, he can't get the job done cleanly, so he's going to go out and get his title belt. He's going to use it on Roman Reigns. Referee saying, no, you can't. Spear. Reigns catches Owens with a spear. Just that couple of seconds there. Reigns can't capitalise. Owens catching his breath back. Both men down. Owens looking to roll out the ring. And Owens. Oh, who's coming out? Jericho. Oh, Jericho in the ring. Owens and Reigns are both down. What's he going to do? What's going to happen here, Dan? What's he gonna do? What is he going to do? <clears throat> um, He's going to hit Owens. See the Universal Championship. Well, Reigns is down. He's injured. Owens back to his feet now. Jericho just staring at Reigns. Owens super. Oh, codebreaker to Owens. And last day, a DQ. Jericho hit Owens with the codebreaker. And Owens gets the victory or retains his title anyway. He gets a victory and retains his title. Well, what's it going to be? Y2J in the title picture. Well, he's looking at the Universal title now. And maybe that's his goal all along. Handon Owens' his title. Oh, no. For him to get up. Uh, Jericho raises Owens' hand as well in victory. Is the friendship back together? Is the band back together, Dan? Why two Jericho? No. Oh, look. Hug. And again, Jericho helps, helps Owens retain the title. Well, what a shocking turn of events. What a WCW-like end to a match there. Reigns had it won. Clear as day, as the new day. And, and Owens there, walking away with a victory and a championship. So Reigns, can't argue, he doesn't get a rematch of any sorts, does he? No, I mean, he lost by disqualification. And wait a minute, just as Jericho and Owens are trying to get away. Seth freaking Rollins. And now the guy's back up. And Owens gets hit with the anticipated spear and Jericho <laughs> runs around like a big girl. Oh, but Rollins chasing him. Pedigree in the middle of the ring. Well, that's two for the night for Jericho. He's not making a record at the moment. Rollins puts down Jericho. Reigns puts down Owens. Well. What are the former Shield members going to get up to with these two guys? Well, they're looking at the announce table now. There's still an announce table left unbroken. And is this where Owens has a chance to save Jericho? Or does he watch him burn? (laughs) Well, at the moment, Owens has just had a big spear. I don't even know if he can help. Even if he wanted to. <laughs> and they're clearing the decks on the announce table. Rollins and Reigns. Jericho's up for the powerbomb. Rollins puts <laughs> Jericho. His face. Oh, Owens. Uh, Rollins loads up Reigns. And Reigns sends Jericho through the announce table. Shield 2.0 in full effect. Rollins and Reigns. Look, and Owens trying to escape now. See? Didn't even want to bother try helping his friend. Run, fat boy. Run. Is it, oh, no, Rollins after Owens now. Owens don't get away that easily. Well, you know what Owens has been doing to Rollins the past couple of months as well. There's bad blood between them. Most definitely, yeah. Owens trying to fight off Rollins, but Reigns is there. Ah, they found an <laughs> announce table that hasn't been put through. Well, poor Byron Saxon, Michael Cole, Corey Graves left their station now. And, oh, look, fist bump, Rollins and Reigns. They're on a tear at the moment, aren't they? Take Jericho out. They are indeed. I think they're a bit pissed off at the way tonight's gone. But it makes sense, I suppose, because either man not in the title picture, these two as a tag team, maybe. Oh, potential threat for Sheamus and Cesaro. Oh, what about Raw versus SmackDown? Wyatt versus Reigns and Rollins. <laughs> anyway, Rollins sets Owens up on Reigns' shoulders. And oh, and Owens threw 
the main announce table up on the stage. Bounces off balls as well. Dominant by Rollins and Reigns. And we hear Reigns' music, which incidentally is the Shield theme. It is so indeed. It's a weird way to end Roblox. I mean, what do you think of the altercation with Rollins and Reigns there? Bit of a screwy finish. But are you interested in the Rollins and Reigns thing? We just saw the attack there. We're going to talk about that. I think it's the best reaction both of these men are going to get at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, as we were saying tonight. I mean, coming out laying waste jerker for the announce table and Owens. But yeah, we'll talk about the match then. I mean... Yeah, a bit of a disappointing finish. What, what overall thoughts on, on the match? You know, it did start getting a bit of good speed going on. We knew Jericho was going to come out. Well, we had a very good inkling that Jericho was going to come out and interrupt somehow. wasn't sure how that altercation between the two of them was going to go, whether Jericho was going to hit the code breaker again on Owens after helping him retain his title. But, you know, things seem to be stronger than ever between the two of them again. Yeah, uh, what I found on it was another WWE main event with outside interference ruining it with a weird finish as well do you know what I mean like we, we've seen the time pay now Hell in a Cell Night of Champions just it's too, it's too screwy and on Smackdown yeah you've got the uh, got I think it would pay to go and have a look back at how many times Owens has actually won title matches clean I don't think he has like, honestly it, it, it's, it's an awful record and the Jericho thing is going to continue obviously you want to do that but I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me. I mean, we've seen a couple of good things tonight, haven't we, Dan? Certainly, yes. Um, the women's match-up, brilliant. One of the tag team match, again, uh, one of the best of the year. I mean, you know, that was full of twists and turns. Couldn't tell which way either of them was going to go. What have you thought of the paper? It started off, well, in, in weird circumstances, really. I mean, the match was over before we even knew it started uh, with Big Cass and Rusev. Um, and then it went on to... Tag team championship match. I mean, quite a shocking end, and it was a very good match as well. Yeah. One of the best tag team matches I've seen this year. Followed up by Rollins Jericho. Um, again, that match went the way we expected it. Kevin Owens getting involved, putting more fuel to the fire of them two. Yeah, you it know. was a bit disappointing when I expected more for the match, and I knew the Owens um, Jericho storyline would continue. But again, I thought the match maybe could have been a bit more. You know. And then again, Sami Zayn against Braun Strowman. That was that was quite a good match for Sami Zayn, I think. You know, he managed to last the 10 minutes, as we both predicted. You know, I think he earned a bit of respect from Foley and the fans. Yeah, most definitely. And even yeah. towards the end, he was close to getting an initial victory. And then we go on to the Cruiserweight Championship. Perkins, Swan, Kendrick. Match lasted six minutes, and the best part of that was Neville coming out. <laughs> that wasn't even a success. Yeah, that, that Neville turning heel, I mean, that lit you up, didn't it? I mean, that's the that's best thing I've been. <laughs> I mean, the happiest I've seen you in a long time. Yeah, and like I say, for me, this pay-per-view kind of felt like Raw this year, where you had a couple of bright spots, a couple of good matches, uh, you had a couple of screw finishes, a couple of things happened that you weren't happy with, a couple of things you were happy with. I mean, Raw, like I say, has not been the best this year. This is the last time we're looking at Raw before 2017. They've got a lot of work to do. Cruiserweight division, like we're saying they have, haven't they? Uh, dealing with Neville stepping up, that's that's a good idea. Don't get me wrong. Sami Zayn, what position has he got in the card? What, what's for Strowman? You know, Rollins and Reigns, that's the main thing. They're meant to be your two guys. Let's see the direction they go. You know, Let's see who is next in line at the Rumble as well. That's only a month away. But, you know, and the tag team titles as well. Who is going to be next in line after the New Day? It'll be interesting to see. 
But there's a lot of unanswered questions. With SmackDown, you kind of know the direction they're going. With Raw, it's still all up in the air, you know. It's, it's, it's still here and there. But I think overall, I mean, what would you give a rating out of 10 for this? I'd give it a 7 minus. Give it 7.5 because of the, the women's match and the tag team match. If there's two matches that are worthwhile watching, then I think it is it is worth it. You know, you can you can watch a women's match and then just quit and then not watch it, can't you? You know what I mean? You don't have yeah. to watch Universal oh, yeah, title yeah. match. And it, I think it goes at a brisk enough pace that it thinks all right. So after that, of course, we talked about the match. We talked about scores. Uh, it ended five points apiece. So it is, we draw yet again. And I moved to 18. Dan, you moved to nine now on the points predictions. As we've got the Christmas episode coming up next week. But before we go, on the WWE Network, straight after Roblox was Raw Talk. Seamus and Cesaro joined the panel and Cesaro said it's been a good 2016 from a torn rotator cuff to being tag champs. They bicker a bit as Booker tries to rile them up and Cesaro cuts a fun promo. Seamus says they've been motivated by gold from the very beginning. Well, which is true because it was for a number one contendership shot, but uh, which title wasn't specified. From the very, very beginning and cites the bar brawl as the turning point. Uh, Cesaro says Seamus saved his year and possibly his career. Cesaro puts over the best of seven series and all the achievements he and Seamus have had this year. Seamus said he was tired of not being on the video packages for WrestleMania and otherwise the new champs take off to celebrate. So like we say, it'll be interesting to see where they go with the tag team champions. Brilliant, innovative tag team manoeuvre to win the match as well, I think. Yeah, it, no, it was. And uh, a great way to open a pay for you, like we say. Nice bit of respect to Zara and the New Day as well. It'll be interesting to see where we go with the tag team division. Uh, up next, but yeah, we're just going to talk about Raw Talk quickly. Retrospective look back at what we've just seen. Uh, just, just to clarify. Uh, yeah, Charlie and Booker, because we're joined by Charlie Caruso, Booker T, on the panel now, because Lita is banned, and uh, so is the other fellow, Jerry the King Lawyer. Uh, yeah, Charlie and Booker talk about Neville's appearance after the Cruiserweight title match. Booker puts over Neville's new mentality and calls his talent extraordinary, and, and I really agree with Booker T, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, w- we commented on it, and it is a very good direction for Neville. I think it's the best thing he can hope for, and hopefully capturing the Cruiserweight Championship would be very good for him. Yeah, and talk about talented wrestlers up next time. Uh, Sami Zayn joins the show. He says he's beat up physically, but has a mixed feelings. Booker asks him what he thinks he has really accomplished. And Zayn says, honestly, not much since it wasn't a clean win, which we know it was yeah. a draw. <laughs> Booker goes for the jugular and says, Strowman said he had sympathy on Zayn. Sammy says this wasn't the first time he's been in dire straits, but it won't be the last, and he doesn't quit. He feels if he was given one or two more minutes, he feels confident he would have pinned Strowman and given the big man his first defeat. Yeah, and which we was, yeah, we said at the time. Yeah. And Zane says he's just as good as any other person on Raw, which is true. You know, he's had very good matches with the current Universal Champion Owens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, he's got what it takes to be up there. Um, and Zane on the Indies. Puts him over and to pick his battle smartly. Zane puts Strowman over as a monster. Booker says he has much respect for Zane for going through the battle. Zane says he's bittersweet because this isn't the victory he wanted. He says Strowman saga is far from done. Yeah, so it wasn't the end of the line. <laughs> no, again, you know, another thing that wasn't the end of any line. <laughs> so 
end of the line was the end of no lines for nothing. Nothing was tied up. Everything's still up in the air. Yeah, in the open. And, and talk about things that aren't tied up. Cruiser and Booker then discussed the uh, the Rollins and Jericho bout. And Booker, bless him, he got a little bit confused there. Uh, he messed up his matches a little bit, but he got back on the rails and he said that Rollins could be a new number one contender. Uh, the lights go out and it's funny then, weren't they? I mean, they were using their mobile phones uh, at the backup, until the backup lights come on, which it shows it's live. And I, 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 that's what I like about WWE. Yeah. Like, I like those <laughs> like, type of things, you know. And then finally, of course, we had the new Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair turns up and she reflects on the last four years in the company. And Booker asks how Charlotte turns it on when the time is right and how she's so good. She said she's been the best female athlete that WWE has seen, past, present, or future. I think that's a bit too much. <laughs> and Caruso asks her about the rivalry with Sasha. She gets emotional and says, Sasha makes her want to be better and continually motivates her to be better. Is that a shout-out to Sasha? Is that a no, I prompt? think that is a sign of respect. Uh, Booker brings up, brings up Bailey, who was, who was on the pre-show. Charlotte says, this isn't NXT, this is the big leagues. She's rolled through the whole division and she's the one in the four horsewomen. And she says she doesn't care what her father's reaction was because of what he did at Raw in Charlotte. She says he's nothing but a loser since he lost the title 15 times. Well, he won it 15 times as well, though, to be fair. <laughs> Charlotte talks about her pay-per-view streaks and call herself the Undertaker of pay-per-views. Well, you they're building this up, and um, Charlotte's appearance in Raw Talk just confirmed that, didn't it, really? Well, you know, if Charlotte's using it, it must be true. Booker T says that she should repair her relationship with her father. She thanks and welcomes them for having her on. She thanks and welcomes them for having her on the show, and she leaves the set, and we head off the air. Yeah, but uh, Charlotte plays a re- weird role as well because I see a lot of her tweets and that, and. Um, She's very facey in what she does, you know? Kind of behaving like thanking them as she goes off the air. That's not a normal hill would do, would they, Dan, you know? No, but we are long gone from the days of kayfabe there, Mr. James. Well, I'll still ruining me, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'm still happy about it. No, but that was Raw Talk, and I love Raw Talk, because it gives you that kind of half hour at the post-show to kind of digest what you've just seen as well. I mean, for us, of course, you know, we watch it, and we start very late doing it, and... What we do is like to watch pay-per-view again in the morning just to see how you know right we were about it or, or wrong in that case. But that is roadblock, end of the line. Raw's last pay-per-view, the WNR's last pay-per-view of the year. We've only got one podcast left now until the end of the year, which is the Christmas episode, which goes up, of course, on Christmas Day. And we've got the WNR awards that we're looking for and also the year-end predictions that we have done. We've written a year for it. You can hear the results on Christmas Day. But that is everything for today. Don't forget you can follow us in numerous ways. We're on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're on Facebook. You can come and find our page. Give us a like with a WWE Network Review, or you can add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, of course, Google Plus, the WWE Network Review. Send us an email at wnrpodcast.gmail.com and also on YouTube as well. There's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud, also on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. You can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. I have been James Rowlands and I have been joined, as always, by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye. (laughs) 